Do you guys have Riz? Mm. I don't. Can I say I have Riz or not? <laughs> I knew. I knew Savon would start blushing. <laughs> can like, I say I have Riz? That's what I just asked you. But am I the person to say yes? I have Riz. I think you, you should ask like, somebody that's have... on the receiving end. To nah. me, it means game, right? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not that young anymore, yeah, so I don't yeah. know what the kids. But I thought it was just I have game. Like game I feel yeah. like you could say I have game. Like, you know what it the is? The fuck is Riz? I, I don't think Savon has Riz. Just like. Who just said he doesn't think I have? Nah, I'm about, I'm about to explain. Pierre. Let me let me Yo. Let, let me cook. Let me cook. Right. Watch. Let me cook. Let me cook. <laughs> you don't have Riz because you just you. You pull from just being you, right? You don't have Riz uh -huh. because you hear what he said? No. <laughs> just, <laughs> he has no headphones on. I tune no. out the haters. I tune out niggas who miss weeks for Drake. I tune out niggas who leave brother. me for the biggest nigga in the yeah, world. Yeah, brother, you, you taking me? pictures in the spot and shit. I'm he was saying. on an iPhone eight in there taking pictures. Listen, yeah. bro. But Listen, I'm sorry. Why don't I have Riz, Pierre? No, nah, I was just saying you don't have Riz because it's just you. You you don't need anything but you. You trying right? to dress it up right now. I appreciate that. I feel like that also counts as Riz. You could just be you. Just like the presence of what you bring. Yeah, that's your Riz. Like, I don't use Riz, so I, I can't say if I have Riz. You don't be Riz people? I don't hate Riz <laughs> I think they be Rizzing me up. I'll like, be, be like, God damn, girl, this is some new shit. I hate that word. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck is that? There will be immaculate amounts of Riz present on August 19th at the hey. Bogart House Need to Know Mixer, second annual. Hey. <laughs> Alex, you got Riz. Let him know. I don't, I don't use that's that why word. He's that's why he's quiet, because he's like, nah. he knows. He's I don't even know what that means. His beard got Riz. My beard has Riz. That's My beard can't talk that's beer. a rizzy beard <laughs> we need to get rid of that word i heard kaisa not coin that no i know but i i'm oh, not you know. i'm not um too too up to date on all the new terms but riz is like something that i thought it's cute you don't like the term i hate you that like, shit well, i think it's funny it's not funny it just sounds i'm like, approaching oh. 30 reggie like, so? I, not, I don't i, I can't cool. use new terms yeah. that were coined in like Yo. the 2020 immaculate yeah. riz immaculate. Uh, you don't like it okay yeah, it sounds okay, like fine. like a term from the sopranos no. I don't think so. I think it sounds like a Kai Sinat term. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that works. I think I the last think he... piece of slang that I've incorporated. Piece of slang. Yeah, piece, <laughs> a piece of just a slight piece Slow of slang bit. that I've incorporated into my like actual vocabulary yeah. is cap. Cap okay. is the last thing. Showing your age. Cap is why I drew the line. But that was mad old though. Your age, cap is old. Cap is a new term. It's not a new term. I mean, it's not yeah. new, but it's not. It's old. That yes, it's old for sure. Yeah, Damn. I got to get outside yeah. more. <laughs> Everybody think I'm outside. I'm really not outside. Cap. I'm inside outside. Cap. You're the one that cap. wants to <laughs> cosplay like you're outside. You can't say that. It's not even cosplaying. You're outside. He's Just outside. admit to it. Yeah. He's outside. What's wrong with him? It's inside outside. Nah, you outside. It's inside out. For real. It's inside Because I still, like, I'm still a friend who got to hit up friends to, like, yo, yeah. what places do I go? It don't matter how Being you Being outside, get you just know all of the spots. I don't That's know all true. of the spots. That's I really don't. Yeah, me neither. I'm hitting everybody else to be like, nah, yo, what's the move for this weekend? I'm looking on Instagram pages. Yeah. Like, there's some really dope pages out there. And I want to shout out the, the, the unsung heroes <laughs> of date night. Thank y'all. Who's that? Because <laughs> there are some Instagram pages who will give you mm. fire spots, mm -hmm. hidden gems mm -hmm. to take your lady take your guy whoever mm -hmm. you're with or you just want to go out with your home girl yeah. um there's some pages where you can find some really dope spots so i want to shout true. those people shout out but you got to watch them out like if they have the back the grass uh backdrop with the neon lights the food probably is shitty yeah because that's like their <laughs> that's like their just the stereotypical brunch yeah spot, like... but the vibe is immaculate Facts. Mm -hmm. vibe gonna be crazy but the food might be ass how do you know when a spot is gonna be a vibe when do i know how many beautiful women are speaking about it i mean or, that's easy though i mean from a visual standpoint oh, if you're scrolling no. on instagram yeah, yeah. and you're like oh i'm gonna go to this spot opposed to that spot how do you know you gotta look at the demographic of what they're posting you gotta look at the demographic of what they post and pierre okay i like that I like things that. just have to look new 
like and modern. Yeah. Yeah, a little modern. like hip, yeah. like a little. A little it's like a new spot, but like yeah. in, in terms of like vibes, I don't know. That's always a hit or miss. Oh. I think you can only trust word of mouth. Like, if a friend of mine in real life has gone there and recommends it, that's how you know the vibes are good, mm. which DJs have playing there. But in terms of food, if the service is trash, if they can't speak English, that is how the food is going to be immaculate. Like, like good old-fashioned takeout, like, you know. She, a yeah. little bit of racism. Never heard nobody food. I ain't gonna lie. Them niggas don't speak no English. That shit be busting. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't there. matter the culture. Shit, it doesn't there. matter where they're from. Yeah, not for nothing. It's Whatever either. continent, if they yeah. don't speak English, the yeah. food gonna have a little yeah. twang in yeah, it. Absolutely. Because they gonna talk through the food. Yeah, mm-hmm. they communicate Amen. through the food. There you go. There you they go. don't talk to me. I like that. I, like and, that. And I think I know. You know how they have, like, those neon signs? That's the ones I was referencing. Yeah, but what they say will tell me. Like, I went to the spot. And on the wall, it said, don't do coke in the bathroom. I knew I needed oh, to be there. Oh, I, I know. I, I've seen that. <laughs> I needed to be there. That is the wrong place to be. I knew that's exactly where I wanted to be. <laughs> that is the wrong place to be. Oh, like, you can't, if, it, if the neon sign says, like, live, laugh, love, you know it's going to be, like, corny. Yeah, it's you know? like, draw yeah. pussy. Okay. Or, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. There's, there's holes in the building. <laughs> or Don't or do coke in the bathroom. I want to go to your establishment immediately if I see that on the wall. You're not going to have me there. He's bugging. Why not? <laughs> He's bugging. You know what's funny? Like a lot of people from New York, um, sorry, <laughs> there was a club out here like back in the nineties, early two thousands, who called the Tunnel, mm-hmm. and they just described it as having a unisex bathroom. It that was fucking dangerous. the gangsters was in it. Like I don't, we don't got none of those vibes. No more. <laughs> I don't know. Unisex bathroom is very popular. Like the gender mm-hmm. neutral bathroom, that's what they call it. Like okay. that, that's very prevalent now. I feel like it is. That's but, the same thing. You yeah, have a, but it's, yo, gen- you but have it's gentrified. A... It's gentrified okay, unisex. Yeah, okay. It's like positive. Yeah, yeah it's positive yeah. unisex bathroom. The old shits was okay. Just, it was different. Okay. And was I don't know if I could. Yeah. I don't know if I could completely trust the unisex bathroom to be as clean. Because mm. not for nothing, girl, girls' bathrooms, from what I see, like for instance, the spot that we're at right now, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's ran by a female mm-hmm. or females, mm-hmm. and the bathroom's always spotless, right? Okay. But I it promise you, nice. if it smells nice and everything, potpourri and all that, right? <laughs> Mints. For men, for whatever reason, we don't take care of bathrooms as, as you know, as well as our female counter- counterparts. Speak for the for most yourself, part, man. I, I watch for the most part. Shit. Went oh, like, okay. when's the last time you went into like a gas station um, bathroom? <laughs> Where? Why are you going but, to gas? Station? See, that's not true though. In any, there's never uh, been a single gas uh, station uh, restroom yeah. that was like, yo, this is the one. You never said, yo, I got to spin that back on this gas station bathroom. (laughs) Ever. Ever. What? And if you really be honest, CPA, this is how I know. I I could tell you didn't really grow up around a lot of women. Okay. And that's fine. Nah, don't shoot at my nah, man. Nah, for real, it's fine. I'm nah, not saying, like, nah, you let ain't him really had the room. I got, I got something for him. You ain't really had, nah, let me chill. Go ahead. <laughs> women are worse in the bathroom than any man mm. could ever be. Really? I think it's a different type of mess. <laughs> it's men, a mess. When I went to, like, frat houses or, like, my Definitely male friends' like, dorm rooms, it was... Yeah. Rancid, disgusting hair all over the fuck, like hair trimmings all over the thing, yeah, yeah. unflushed toilets, a ring around the fucking uh, right. bath bathtub. That's but right. women, our makeup is everywhere. You know, mm. like I'll definitely say, like we're messy. Like our hair products are everywhere. Like we're messy in that way. But yeah. men's bathrooms is a different type of like, thing. I'll take, yeah, like, I'll take the clutter. Think... I'll take the clutter over like piss everywhere. <laughs> but they don't gotta aim. No shit. You know what they do? But the, but, but, <laughs> but, but but they gotta sit down on. You know what I mean? And, and you know what's crazy? I was in the mall the other day, and I just felt so bad for a group of young women <laughs> waiting for the bathroom because y'all have lines for the bathrooms. The lines are, oh yeah. my God, Y'all don't have so urinals. Yeah. Y'all don't have urinals. We do. We just psst, get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you peed after sex? 
normally. Have, all the time. Wait, no, well, me, for I, women, I know. I have to, you have to, oh, women, yeah, I was go, I every single you. time, okay, women, it I, helps you. I, I was tell them why, you, but tell them why, Reggie, the need to know about yeah. Oh, because <laughs> it helps with any infections about, out down there. It, like, flushes everything out after sex, all the bacteria, all that. A little UTI that might have been growing, yeah. wash that shit right out. The first time, I can't remember how old I was, but the first time I peed after sex, like, I was aiming my shit straight, but the P went right. Bro. <laughs> oh, I think you told us it, like, it split into two sometimes. I didn't know that what made, was going nah, on. My, split is like, crazy. I had to ask her, like, yo, the when's the last time, time you've been checked? Because I thought she gave me, oh. like, my shit just split started, out. Like, I blaming uh, it on her? Yeah. You ever <laughs> on everything but me. You ever had to pee right after, and then, like, it just wouldn't come out because stiffy crazy? Yeah, nah, you're just too horny. <laughs> <laughs> nah, y'all never. Time out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You need I, know, like, I know that's not the just sign me. They're like, yeah, no, Pierre. Yeah, nah. That's just nah. what you think. Yeah. Like it's been too. <laughs> we missed you, man. It's been too too hard. So like, you can't pee because it it's stuck. Y'all never has stuck pee. You never know Bruh. what Pierre's gonna ask us. Drink water. Like he'll be like, yo, guys. You need to did drink. You ever? And then nah. it's like the wildest question. Nah, cause look, put right, watch, watch. Need to know, right? As men, and correct me if I'm wrong. Sometimes when you're a little too, you know, too hard, you can't pee because the pee won't come out because it's too, it's too rough. Has this ever happened to you, gentlemen? No. I know I'm not the only. Thank you. See. <sighs> Can not, we please not, intro not this podcast? That. That's <laughs> never happened. Can we please what? intro this podcast before I hear about how he uses the bathroom? Nah, I ain't never did that shit. You had the ultra woody. You <laughs> had the super same wood. Yo, this nigga wood is Jason platinum. Love. The crack, crackhead wood. What's going on, Nigga family? If you are new to the podcast, my name is Savon. Oh, shit. Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy A, aka the Paco Rabone Poppy. Never alone, always with a posse. What's up, y'all? Ooh, okay. Who are you? I can't introduce myself after that because that was just too fly. Now I'm going to be like, so I think I think we switch it up. I'll go to you. So normally I introduce myself and then I go to Alex. We'll let him close it out. Oh, okay. So let's give it a shot. Okay, because. You know how Alex, when he does, he goes second, he just goes, yo, what's up, guy? Is your guy eight? Yeah. And then boom, it like switches. Yeah. That's all yeah. I got for you guys. Nah, so I think that's how we're going to do the intro. Let's, right. let's okay, go, take, let's go. take two. All right. What's going on, everybody? It's your guy, Savon. I am here with the one and only Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> Say what up. We just said what we're going to do. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got nervous. I'm sorry. <laughs> what's up, everybody? My name is Regina. Hey. <laughs> That was good. Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy, a aka the Paco Rabone Poppy, aka Never Alone, Always with a Posse. What's up, y'all? Yo. I think I like that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I was I'm joking that I wasn't that nervous, but you know, I was playing into the bit, but yeah. That's how we go. I'll be better next time. Okay. Nah, don't worry about it. How'd you think please. of that, Alex? That was fine. Like I ain't going front, man. I've uh, I've been keeping my fragrances to myself. Is that a thing? I think men hide what yeah. colognes they use yeah. from each other. That's that. a thing, right? Yeah. I do. Yeah, I'm yeah. done hiding it, though. I'm, I'm Paco Rabone. That's my body. Word. We're not on the Sauvage no more. Word. Okay. Nah. Yeah. While we're at it, shout I out. I have, actually, there's two colognes that I use. Okay. One of them I will never tell anybody, but the other one I kind of like throw them off with. Why are you being a okay. gatekeeper? Because you just said you're a gatekeeper too. <laughs> nah, I'm telling the truth. Paco Rabone. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah just, I'm giving it up now. It. I'm okay. giving it up now. Yeah, my nah, days are over. I'm not doing that no more. Nah. <laughs> Y'all niggas can't smell like me. Facts. I'd be mad. I smelled a nigga that smelled like me and I was like, damn, he smelled good. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't like that. Shout out to I'm all of that today. I'm a fucking hater. Before we get into my hate though, please, please make sure you head over to our Patreon for additional content. We are giving y'all more episodes throughout the month. I know a lot of y'all hit me, DM me, hey, what's the content, what's the content? It's over there. So if you want For more sure. of us, we are dropping every other Monday on Patreon, full, complete episodes. Mm -hmm. There are a lot more X-rated, I'll yeah. say. Mm -hmm. A little bit more sure. unfiltered. 
you just get to know us on another level. So please make sure y'all head over to Patreon. Check that out. All of the information is in the description below. We also do giveaways over there. We have our voicemail feature, which we have opened up to the entire public yep. for a limited time. But if you want to stay in touch with us, please head over to Patreon because you can kick it with us over there. Yeah, man. Anything from career advice, your girlfriend is cheating on you, what you should do with friends, you know, just call us up. We want to hear it. We love talking to you. We love speaking to y'all. Uh, you can find the link to that in our Instagram bio. Yeah. That's a fact. And on August 19th, if you guys are ready for the party of the... Not even the party of the summer. The party of the year. Of the year. Mm -hmm. Come mm -hmm. out to the Need to Know Mixer second annual. We have a beautiful, you know, rooftop situation. Amazing. We have a little shade, too. We might have some surprises for you guys if you show up early in terms of libations. Yes. Google the term. And like if you want like a free that. ticket, we are giving away a free ticket, no strings attached. You just have to go and head on to our Instagram. We have a few little easy rules, you know, repost a reel here and there, and then comment your social media. It's all there. Go to Need to Know, our Instagram, and then we'll tell you exactly how you can enter for a free ticket. We're just going to give it to you if you win. And honestly, right. I'm going to be transparent here. Not a lot of people have entered so far, so you have a really good chance of winning that shit. Yeah. So, yes, go ahead on to our Instagram. And I just wanted to kind of reiterate what Reggie was saying. Listen, man, if you are someone that is into liquid vices, <laughs> I would urge you to be very early to the mixer. Just be punctual. Yes. I would urge yes. you, all right? You know when your parents used to talk to you without saying what they trying to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is daddy talking. You'll be very pleased. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Okay. I'm still going to come late. Right, we're gonna be in there. Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Me like, and Reggie gonna be in there. You I will be there huh? at five o'clock. Right, it fair. starts at four, hey, so I can't please stop you. I can't make sure y'all pull up at four. Be great, Savon. Because be great. it be is it's definitely gonna be a good time, a good vibe. Again, yeah. like Reggie said, we got a ton of surprises. A ton. Uh, we got the music is by Edin. Shout out to Edin in the building. Thank you, Edin. Yay, hey, thank you, Edin. Um, and we also got DJ Kai as well. So it's gonna be a really good time. Um, the tickets are moving really, really fast. Yeah, we're pretty I'm much crazy. We, we're, we're getting there. I'll say that. We're getting there. <laughs> so if you're listening to us, if you're interested in going, again, the ticket prices also go up in a few weeks. The closer it gets to the party, the higher the tickets goes because, you know, this should go be lit. And we don't want everybody in there. So please, <laughs> if you're really interested, cop those tickets now. I know a lot of y'all are planning your dates around it. Mm -hmm. I have a few friends who are looking to find the love of their life there. Hey, um, as y'all should. I saw a comment, actually. A gentleman said he left with two baddies last mm, year. I saw that one too. He did better than me. At <laughs> <laughs> my own party. Like, Damn, he did better than like, me too. Wow. Yeah, so Damn. please, again, make sure y'all check that out. All of the information is in our episode descriptions. And with that being said, I would love to tell you all how I discovered I am a bona fide hater. Oh, man. Uh -oh. You was just this found new, this up? Yeah, was this a new revelation? <laughs> no, or? for real. Honestly, like, in, in real life, okay. yeah. in real time, okay. like y'all are my friends. Yeah. Like, I really fuck with y'all. I really try to be extremely transparent with y'all, even my shortcomings. There's sometimes I'm really embarrassed, and I will tell y'all, like, this is something I got to work on. Yeah. Y'all know I've been in therapy, and I've really been... Shit, I started a whole podcast. You did shit therapist for the summer. Yeah. <laughs> when I read that, I was like, Savon, we're going to talk about it Could later. You tell? <laughs> yeah. Could you tell? Actually, yeah. yeah. But I will say, to Savon's credit, he is very self-aware. He'll have like a yes. trait, he'll have a trait he does not like about himself, but he'll yeah. like talk about it. Yes. He'll be like, guys, this is my downfall. Yes. yes. And so, well. when y'all ask me if me being a hater is a new discovery, it really is. I really didn't know I was a hater. <laughs> 
I mean, maybe y'all knew before I do, <laughs> but I never looked at myself like I'm a hater because okay. I have this fucking unimaginable fun. belief in myself okay. that there's never a reason for me to hate. Okay. That's what I See, think. That's, that's, yeah. that's, like, that's how I normally yeah, feel. That's, that's a scapegoat. scapegoat. So yeah. this past weekend, okay. actually Pierre triggered me. I got, a, I got a confession Pierre. too. Also. Pierre says he has a confession. I'm listening. When you're done. Oh, you gotta let him finish? Yeah. It started with Pierre because... As we all know, Pierre has been a part of this podcast, an integral part of this podcast Damn. for an extremely long time. This guy you know, is family. He's elevated our visuals yeah. in an unimaginable way. His work ethic is unmatched. You know, mm. he makes sure all the visuals are up <laughs> on time. He even makes some of our most prominent clips he that does. you've all have seen, right? He does it all. I asked him today, yo, can you take photos? He was willing. Yo, I can do it all for you. Come on. Man. I'm your man. I said, you are man. man. You get what I'm saying? So <laughs> last week, you know, we actually spoke about it on the last episode, yeah. how we wanted to drop our promo vid, mm-hmm. but we were oh. staying away from who? Y'all were staying away from Drake. But it's a we thing. Nah, we're I'm not standing on that. <laughs> I was team. telling y'all, we don't got to worry about Drake. I was empowering us. But we did have to worry but about Pete, Drake. He took out a fucking videographer but Pete, last but week. Pete, but Pete, who's going to be the person to empower the group if Word. we all sulking? Word. That was me right there. I was telling the group, like, nah, we good. Yeah. We can't fuck with us. We're going to drop in the morning. It worked out. D- d- Needless on. to say, we, we, all, it worked. we all agreed <laughs> on not dropping it that night, but yes. waiting until the morning. That's what we all agreed Thank on. You. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. But little did we know that Drake was still going to affect our <laughs> operation in the slightest. The mind them. Mind them. So Pierre hits the group chat. Actually, no, he hit me on the side. Did you want to? Oh, what? And now, he oh, and I, we talk. No, we talk, though. That's my yeah, guy. Okay, okay, like, okay. me and him, we talk <laughs> we pretty much him. almost every day, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we do our check-in. So when he hit me, I ain't think nothing of it. I'm like, oh, it's my guy. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk shit. <laughs> but then he hit me with the, he hit me with a digital side. A he digital typed, side? He typed out side. <laughs> oh, nah. <laughs> what the fuck is With asterisks? <laughs> he typed out side, and I knew some bullshit was coming. Yeah. And he said, listen, yeah. man, I can't be there tonight. <laughs> and I didn't respond to him. I put LOL, hit the chat. <laughs> oh, my. Ooh, true. that was low. I said, LOL, true. Was a hit, the chat. hit the chat. This uh, is true. Go man. face Alex and Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, deal with us. Yeah, don't tell me. <laughs> let he it get to them. Get, trying to get away with it easy. Let and so know. Pierre, he let us all know that he was not going to make it because he was offered Drake tickets. And so that was the first strike in me being a hater. Strike number one. Because my right-hand man, my yeah. God, my yeah. ace band Coon, you feel what I'm saying? He chose Drake over you. He chose Drake over me. That's mm-hmm. crazy. So that's where well, the hate Well, did, you didn't make controller, though. I did not make controller. But. Nothing close to it. <laughs> Nothing, like, I, not even close to I went, it. I went for the six. So that's where the hate began. I went for the six. You went for the six. Yeah, because, you know. I'm not mad at that. Tori, my guy, he's from, also from, you know what I mean? <laughs> Drake is also. Oh, that from... is a wild statement, but we're gonna move on. Boy, think he's from. Think he's <laughs> You're from not Canada. even from Toronto. You think he's from nah, Canada but, now? Nah, but the, the French, the French reside in Canada. You know what I mean? And I'm part the, French. So. Nigga, the Caribbean the resides Car- in Canada. The, the whole Caribbean massive is everywhere. You heard? <laughs> right, everywhere, bro. new tout côté. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right. So, Drake, right. <laughs> Pierre, before we get into my hate, okay. how was the Drake concert? It how, was how was it for you? I saw you took some pictures. Actually, yeah. my guy Dev, he's in the building. Yeah. Um, he hit me and was like, yo, is this nigga working for Drake? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Let me ask him. Yeah, and yeah. so I asked you. Um, you said you went. You had a good time. Yeah. Talk I, would about be, your I would lie there. and be like, hell yeah, I'm working for Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you some shit. It was fire. It was fire. Um, I did uh, realize that I had also a little bit of hate in me, but I'll explain that after I 
Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the show was fire. He had uh, he brought out Twenty One. It was basically him and Twenty One. Um, visuals were fire. He left a little at the end. He left off with a message that his mom kind of gave him. Um, cause you know, from what I'm assuming, tour life is difficult. And as an artist, you got to like battle through some things. And he basically at the end said, uh, that he had a conversation with his mom, uh, leading up to it. And she asked him how he was feeling and everything. And he said, you know, mom, I'm tired. My ankle hurt. He had a few different types of ailments. Uh, and at the end, he this said, "Nigga, hey, swear he's Kobe Bryant. <laughs> like I've never seen an artist who gets injured so much. Nah, that's Drake. No, I'm not mad. <laughs> he be getting the basketball injuries. He really that. does. Shout out to Drake, man. Yeah. And um, he was like, his mom said, uh, just I could paraphrase it, but his mom was just basically like, a hard life uh, and a rewarding life. No, a fruitful life and a and a rewarding life is a tiring life or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um." I'll give you the. Uh, That's true. I felt that. Though. Shout out to his mom, especially working in this space. Yeah, you know, it's like and tour is pretty brutal. I haven't. Yeah, been I on, can't like, imagine being on tour. a Drake type of tour. It's a but massive tour. A small glimpse of it that yeah. I had is very, very daunting. It's a lot. Like it's a, yeah, lot. it's a lot. So here, here's a quote. It says, "A he, his mom said Sandra Graham said a rewarding life and fruitful life is an exhausting life." And I, I was like, "Yo, that's a bar." Stuck with you. So um, yeah. Other than that. I uh, took photos while I was there. I didn't bring my camera because I didn't want to have to lug it around and risk them or security putting it away. But it was cool. Now, the part that I realized where I'm like, wait a minute, I might be a little bit of a hater. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. So, you know, with most shows, you got uh, media and you got, you know, videographers and other photographers there capturing the moment for them. And while I was looking at the stage in awe, I was like, damn, you know, I could have. You know, I could have gave him some fire. You know what I mean? Hey, I could have, I could have taken pause. I could have taken fuck? a, <laughs> taken some fire flicks, some... Nah, nah, or you know, a, a fire video or whatever the case is. Because I saw what he was posting, and what he was posting, I was like, right, I could, I could have done, done that. Yeah, I could have done. Justice. Basically, listeners, he's saying like he looked at the photo pit and was like, dang, that could have yeah. been me. Like that should have been me. Like I take fire pictures yeah. too. Like, and and it's a fine line. That's good hate though. Yeah, yeah. my hate was. Bad. That's like motivation. But, yeah, my but, hate. I ain't going to sleep. <laughs> but it's a it's a fine line between, and I think Savon, this might be where where we kind of like cross. My hate kept me up at night, right? Yo, that's pain. I know because My the way we'll get into night. it, but like the way that Savon was texting in the chat, I knew he was like up at night, staring at the fucking wall, like fumes coming through his ears. But I think where Savon and I um kind of mirror each other is we're both highly competitive. Yeah. So when we see somebody doing kind of like the same thing that we do, automatically our brains is like, all right. Yo, I, I could, I could really, I you could know be mean? there. Yeah, and I, I know where my competitive nature comes from. Real quick story, uh, you we know, gotta get you a camera. <laughs> no, seriously, he can't. Yeah, we, he no, can. we've offered. We, before, we do have but, to get him a camera. No, no, no. Because, we've offered, but Pierre doesn't want to be on camera. But if, if he's gonna go sense. on like monologues. The people just can't look at us on YouTube. <laughs> I love nah, I'm switching back and forth. Oh, yeah, I don't mind. Yeah. All right, let's go. So my competitive nature comes from this, right? Growing up, again, playing high school, uh, high school football and running track and all that. My t- the teams that I, w- I was a part of rarely lost, right? Mm. And I'll even venture to say I was a huge part of that. And I'll even venture to say, yeah, he told that. I'll, I'll even say I was the star. <laughs> he throwing no, down I'm his whole resume. <laughs> he throwing down his whole resume. Yo, I rushed sixteen hundred yards. My sophomore, like I know, nigga. Because because look, and I'm pretty sure you guys and the listeners mm-hmm. listening in, when you put in work towards something, especially like when you're, it feels good. Yeah, yeah. it feels good. You doing things that are that aren't as convenient for you, but you also know, like, yo, at the end of the day, this is gonna make sense for me. 
<clears throat> so my uh, competitive nature came from the hard work that I would always put into everything that I do, especially with football and track. So now, whenever I see somebody doing something that's you know a little bit better than I uh, that I that I do, or in spaces where I would most likely want to you know um, attribute my um, my creativity to, I'm always thinking like, dang, I could do better, or hey, I could like you know really do some justice in this area. So that's where my hate slash competitive nature comes from. I'm just not Got used it. to losing. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I just like don't see where that transpires to hate though, because if you were really proud of like your skills and your accomplishment, and be like, yo, I got these championships. I'm a fire photographer. Like, why is that like hate towards another person that's doing the same thing though? Like, I don't understand. Like, no, I do understand, but mm -hmm. I'm saying like, I don't know if it has to be like that because once it turns into motivation, that's amazing. Yeah. But once it's hate, I feel like that's just taking so much energy from you. It like, and that's yeah. how I knew I was a hater. Yeah, and you're like, fuck. Like, that's I, how I knew. I feel that was, like that you, was if the you're moment. hating, if you're hate, you're wasting your energy being mad. Like, I did. why? Like, <laughs> you're identifying with it though. That'd be okay, half, okay, that'd be half yeah, the yeah. battle. That, great, great stories. Yeah. Great story, Pierre. Please. No, thank you for sharing <laughs> that. But I, I love the fact that you ended on that because that's how I knew I was hating. Yeah. Because okay. I was putting energy towards the hate. Okay. Mm. Like the shit that I was hating on. It was letting it get to you. You were letting it get to you. Like I'm mute and shit. <laughs> no, following niggas. No, you didn't. Off the, off the, bro. Off on the, the on the late night. Off the hate, bro. Like it was some Hennessy. Like I could not believe that I was actually feeling this deeply about something that I really probably shouldn't. Cause yeah. I'm really, I'm genuinely, I don't think, am I a hater? Nah. You've been with me for a while, Alex. <laughs> See, what? yes. Let's define what a hater Well, before this weekend, <laughs> yes. be yeah. before this last week, I was a hater. I think, I think the, remember you said hating is like a, re, a new realization for you. Yeah. I've always seen the hater side of you because <laughs> you, you say you and Pierre are competitive. I respect that. Yeah. Like it's motivation. But I do think sometimes your competitiveness did come off haterish. He hit me on the side like, yo, bro, pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought up like the competitive nature. Right? I'm going to read the definition of what a hater is. Maybe yeah. we might be wrong. Um, what's the definition of a hater? A person who says or writes unpleasant things about someone oh. or criticizes their achievements, <laughs> especially on the internet. That's more talking about like hate comments. <laughs> especially on the internet. I think they just freestyling. Oh, but I don't know. It's weird because... Competition is like, I hooked in high school, right? Mm -hmm. And basketball to this day is my favorite sport. Mm -hmm. It's really weird for me because I don't turn on the competition unless I'm in the field. Like, I don't even know if that makes sense. Maybe, no, you're, you're taking it very literally. Yeah, like yeah, I yeah, take yeah. competition very literally. Like I have to you're be like, in You're like, I'm in the, a competition. Yeah, like, like I have to be head on with somebody. Okay. Because for me, it's more like, I'm always going to do what I'm about to do. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Like the competition, because... Reggie brought up, like, she doesn't see the fact, Pierre, that you're using, you know, the fact that you've always won as competition, right? Mm -hmm. I kind of see what she's saying because it's like to compete means that you're mentioned. You're in the group, right? Mm -hmm. You're one of the ones being spoken about, right? Even mm -hmm. if you come in first, second, third, fourth, or fifth place. Yeah. And by definition here, I guess it's more so trying to criticize what someone else has done in their achievements. Question for you, Savon. W where does that hate wind up? Or, or what do you do with that? That energy. Well, okay. being a hater is such a new thing for me that <laughs> I really good, don't good know. Question. Like, that was a great question. I'm still learning this hating thing out. Like, so, all right. Give a little bit of backstory. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Since we're talking about Drake. Yes, we are. Uh, he did a freestyle. He did an on-the-radar freestyle, which is right in Brooklyn, not too far from where we record. Um, you know, shout out. I want to shout out Rob 
I want to shout out Rob for sure. Need to know alum. Absolutely. (laughs) Need to know alum. Shout out to Rob, uh, one of the producers on there, probably the lead producer. And shoots everything. And and, and Gabe as well, because we got to see Gabe kind of work this whole circuit firsthand. In the same studio. Yeah, in the same studio. Legit. Same studio. He would come in right after us. Yeah. When we finish recording, there'd be some killer shooting drill niggas. No, no, no. That's that's why I like give him his credit, because like we would end shooting at like 10 p.m. and Gabe was up next in the next lot and he would stay till like, 2 a.m. Every day. Like, freestyle. Yeah, and yeah, I asked no him, I was like, shit. how do you do that? He's like, I just, that's just their hours. Like, yeah, you know? So, you gotta go with it. So, yeah, I, yeah good. Like, yeah, he really worked hard. So, yeah. before we give the love, I gotta start out with the hate, right? <laughs> so, I do wanna shout those guys out because they've been doing an amazing job. We've actually got to see it kind of up close and personal yeah. because we've been so close yeah. to it. So, to see where they got, well, or where they came from to where they are now. Right. And then also having Drake, like, come on, it's Drake, right? Yeah. The yeah. boy. But then that that's also gives crazy. me a reason to hate. <laughs> Word. So tell us your like reaction, like gut reaction when you saw it, when you saw the post At on the first, radar. First, Drake. I was in disbelief. Okay. Is it, was it was it disbelief from proximity or like? No, you know what it is. Shock. It's it's <laughs> so it's back to the word being competitive, right? Okay. And the thing is, I don't even view you know what Gabe and on the radar is doing as competition to us because like we're completely different platforms, yeah. completely different you know setups. Um, we're more of a podcast, conversational commentary, and he's legit freestyles and rap. And I know he does interview artists, but like his niche, his lane, what he's really mastered is producing those dope ass freestyles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're really not in competition, which allows me to hate freely because it's like <laughs> I can hate on a nigga who's not doing something that I'm doing. Yeah. Now, if he got like a Drake interview as a podcast and, and now maybe my hate is a little bit different and I really need to seek help. If I was looking at, damn, he got a podcast interview, now let me hate. But since we're not doing the same thing at all, mm-hmm. but it's just in such close proximity, uh, a little bit is I'm happy, I'm proud, definitely super proud. Got it. Because a lot of people don't know, Rob also used to work, he was Timestamp Killer with Joe Budden. Yeah. A lot he of people don't know that. Killer. That's what his name was. Yeah, TSK. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, shit, my bad. Yeah, legit. A lot of people That was his nickname. Oh, I thought you just made that up right now. No, that was his nickname. That was a running joke on the Joe Budden podcast. So when I left Joe, Rob, he actually went and worked with Joe. He filled my position as doing the timestamps and helping produce with Joe, Alex, Erickson, all those guys. Yeah. And you know, Rob is extremely young, but he had a vision. And a part of his vision is I want to do something that kind of fulfills me and not really just go to a job. Mm -hmm. I could tell that Mm -hmm. when he started working a lot with On The Radar, he was like, this is what I want to do. We all saw it. Yeah, He even told us, like, look, guys, I'm going to give you my two weeks, but this is where I want to be. I want to be on on The Radar. And so for Rob, like, how can you not be happy? You know what I'm saying? How can you not be happy for all of those guys and what they've done? And to see his growth and to have that moment and to know that it was trending on YouTube and to see every blog pick it up. Like, I'm super happy yeah. for the individuals, but I'm hating <laughs> on the fact that I'm hating at myself. I'm mad at myself. You really are Elliot Wilson. I'm at, <laughs> no, see, now we're not. Ooh, y'all y'all should have seen birthday. We're not, we're not y'all should have seen birthday. <laughs> what happened? No, y'all should have seen birthday. No, what happened? Okay. We, we don't have to say it. We don't have we to not do it. What happened? We, we, all right, we're going to get back to it. We're going to get back to it. What you want? Yo, he, just last week he came in. Yo, that's my Capricorn brother. But he's hating same on his peers. I'm hating on the nigga in a different lane. Nah, Gabe is our peer. No, he's yeah. not. I'm going to tell you why he's our peer, right? It's, it's an age thing. Like, kind of, I was talking about last week in the Drake conversation mm-hmm. about you know the types of media he want new media versus old media mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. we are all considered a part of that new like media, new media. Yeah. that yeah. is for sure yeah that is for sure and and maybe to a degree but yeah. again 
I just look at what he does completely Definitely, different from what we do. I understand. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Now, if I, I was hating on, like, the podcast that we obliterated, remember that? <laughs> oh, Whoa. shit. That's <laughs> a, <laughs> shit. If I was hating on them niggas, that's what I'm years, That's a treat for the OG too. listeners. Yeah. For yeah, the OG yeah, listeners. Yeah, real OG <laughs> listeners. But I don't know where they at no more. I don't, like, at all, though. He said obliterated, I felt that. Yeah. So... Shout out to Gabe. Shout out yeah. to uh, but you know Rob. What though, shout too? out to all those guys, man. Thanks, I'm gonna tell guys. you why I gotta give a shout out to Gabe for real, right? <laughs> Not only did he have my guys up there, <laughs> also if you're free right now, go check out Just the Loyal Turbeezy, GG Tough, and Mula Man Dam on, on the radar. That's on YouTube. Period. Hello, go check that out right now. I was up there and to see the the amount of dedication when you work a lot of jobs. I, I really relate to that, mm. you know. And most most specifically, you know, Gabe works in radio. He works at Power. I work in radio now at Sirius. So he's more your competition in the pod. Oh, definitely not my competition. Well, definitely my peer though. Your peer. Yeah, definitely my you peer. You like peer better. It's not comp. Cause you gotta see somebody as comp for them to be comp, right? Like, I know, I'm just fucking. Yeah, I know you are, but I'm this is for the listeners. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Like if we're if we're literally all running a race by ourselves, right? Like, sure, our peers can look like it's competition. But whatever you do and bring to the table is what's going to be counted. That's what that's what always eases <laughs> that's my what mind. Always, I'm like, yeah. yo, there could be another journalist, right. but but I'm like, her journey is is already her journey. My journey is already my journey. Like she yeah. might have a pop yeah. and show right now, and mm-hmm. it looks like she's getting all the fame. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know what she, what is what her life is going to look like in a year. What if she goes broke? Not not, not that she has to. Mm-hmm. You'd be wanting them to go broke. No, like what? <laughs> See, that's hate. No, no, no. I, felt that. I never yeah. said that. I said nobody knows how that contract is going to turn out, so I should not waste my time right now being yeah. like, fuck, like that should be me, because yeah. I never know. And then my yeah. contract's going to come in like five years or something. And then boom. Yeah. I'm trying and to turn it, you it, into a hater like me. That's all. <laughs> and I don't most... know. It sounds fun. It seems fun. It is. It can be. Nah, it really is fun. I'm not going to lie to you. Depending on how you frame it. Is. But you know what though too, you know, a lot of people that work in our industry, especially in our age range, I have seen people that work for these big corporations, these big media companies, right? Mm-hmm. And you can tell how they really respect how, you know, Savon, how we started to need to know out of college. Mm-hmm. Something that's completely separate away from the big facing media company. Mm-hmm. That's not an easy easy thing to do. It's, you know? it's really not. It's actually really hard. It's so difficult. <laughs> real shit. So for you to become the guy in the building at Power, you know, it being Gabe, yeah. and yeah. them having, the, the building having to pay attention to you from yeah. what you do outside of the building. That's yeah. a good feeling. That's trapping for real. Yeah. Yeah. That's real he's like, trapping. He's like doing something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm forcing you to see what I, even if you feel like whatever task you give me in the building, I don't know what his yeah. duties are there, right? If whoever felt whatever they felt, now you got to respect it. You just had Drake on it. You feel mm-hmm. me? So I think that's one thing that's always stuck with me. And even me specifically being that serious, I love the fact that, you know, I have the need to know and I'm also there. Mm-hmm. I do feel like there's certain people in the building that, that kind of wish they were able or had the opportunity to start something else aside from the company. Mm-hmm. But it'd be hard when you're so that's locked in, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's his own platform. Yeah, right? that's yeah. a fact. Yeah. I, I always said, no matter what you do, you always need something that keeps you there and something that always um, is also motivating you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Feeds your I soul. Just, I just yeah. think seeing that is like motivational because I literally put in the chat, I was like, hey, like that, that shows us like one day we could do something of that magnitude as well. Like it's yeah. really like we really can. Mm-hmm. Like That's that, a just fact. Show, that just shows me we can do that too. That's a fact. And yeah, like when I first saw that, my reaction was like, I put it in the chat, I was like, oh my God. Like, what's the first thing seem, I said? Doesn't that seem fun, Savon? But what was the first I thing I said? I was texting it to everybody, like, guys, look, oh my God, wow. Like, that, and I was genuinely, like, Mindem. so hyped. Like, doesn't that seem fun? I was drinking that <laughs> night. I ain't tell y'all that. Oh, shit. I was sipping a little bit. Oh, Wait, shit. do you really want me to say what you said? Yeah, okay, so I put in the chat, I was shocked. I was like, whoa, this is amazing. Good for New York, good for Gabe. 
And then like yeah. Savon pauses. <laughs> it was like ten minutes. I know he saw that shit. Yeah. How he do you pauses. Know? He, late night. He pauses and he goes, I'm a hater. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just came into the realization within the group chat. Facts. Like coming to grips of being a hater in real time yeah. in the chat. That's funny. I'm gonna so. say like, I feel like Gabe, if he listens to this, he's gonna appreciate this conversation. Yeah. He knows like so. we're so not we don't like hate hit, but we're just like talking yeah. about yeah. As long as we're competitive, like you said, we're competitive, and we're we're actually really happy, really proud to see people like that do that thing. Honestly, when I reflect and when I get all the hate out of my system, which I have by (laughs) now, all of my hate is gone. So, like, had we recorded that same day, I probably would have told y'all we can't even talk about it. I needed some time to get that off my heart. To process, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But shout out to those guys, man. They do anything. Shout out Um, to um. The Double Quarter Pounder with cheese isn't just a meal, it's a whole experience. I know my Double Quarter Pounder was made fresh because I can feel that heat coming through the bag. Real burger experts know exactly what they're getting when they pull up to that McDonald's drive-thru. A Double Quarter Pounder with cheese. Looking at a juicy Double Quarter Pounder with cheese is almost as good as eating it. Almost. A Double Quarter Pounder with cheese from McDonald's is the only thing that will satisfy my burger cravings. Get a drip that's as fire as your drip when you order a double quarter pounder with cheese at McDonald's. Shout out to uh, uh, j- uh, <laughs> shout out to Elliot Wilson. Okay, you know I think Elliot be listening from time to time. Shout he out tapped again. in last week. He did, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He, he did. Shout out to <laughs> Elliot Wilson. I actually um, got his waist size correct. I said I he was a thirty-four. I, didn't I, knew it. I could look at a nigga and tell his waist. Wait, did you ask him? No, he tapped in. He just hit me and told me his waist size because I guess his oh, waist size. Oh, that's what that meant. Oh. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, I told you, yeah, I was like, yeah. "Oh shit!" I think they listening. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I could look at a guy and tell his waist size the same way I could look at a woman and tell her bra. All right. So yeah. what's what's like, Alex's really waist size? What's Alex's waist size? <laughs> what did he say? What's my waist size? What is your waist size? Yeah, Alex's. Oh, Alex. Why are we doing? Cause he said he could just look Yo, at. Can a, you stand at... up real quick? Hey, you do a little strut. Oh, I'm do standing little, up. Do need a little to know. spin. All right, Alex. Alex is a thirty-six. Pierre, thirty-six. Oh wow, For real? That's a talent. Right. Alex right. is a thirty-six. I might be a thirty-four. No, I don't know. But you you fuctuate. I but fluctuate. thirty-six. You know, don't tell me comfort. what my waist do, nigga. I'll be seeing it, bro. <laughs> no, I'm gonna tell you my shit fluctuates. I, I, I know your waistline. No, you don't, but you, bro. I see everyone. Hey, hey, hey. Nah, listen. He's looking respectfully. I can tell my man's waist, bro. You did. You did know Elliot's waist size and yours. That makes him uncomfortable. And mine. And, no, I'm going to admit to it. And don't, the things that make me uncomfortable is not what you think. It's like right. guns and shit. <laughs> yeah, that's the shit that be making me. I'm just it. telling you what makes me uncomfortable. Okay, I respect right. it. <laughs> that's real. I respect it. But um, you were right about his waist size. Yes. And I think I was right about what Drake has been feeling about new media and old media. <sighs> This nigga couldn't wait to get this. <laughs> but you're right. Go for it. We're going to go full circle going. now. I know where we're going. Let's stay here, though. But I first wanted to respond to Drake responded to Elliot Wilson's hate. Uh, for those of you that don't know what we're speaking about, a couple weeks ago, Elliot Wilson kind of took to his Twitter. And um, this was in light of Drake doing an interview with Bobby Altoff, who you've probably seen that interview from now. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a quaint white lady. <laughs> yeah. And people would say that she's not of the culture. And I, I could agree with them. I'm not mad at them. And long story short, Elliot Wilson was just tweeting at the fact that, you know, it's been a while since Drake has sat down with people from hip hop culture and rap culture, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, which is funny to me because his last real, real interview was with Rap-Radar. Elliot mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. B-Dot on Rap Radio. You, you don't take, the, you don't take yeah. what he did with uh, Lil Yachty 
a real interview? I do take that as a real interview. I said that last <laughs> week. You weren't here. My bad. Okay, I my think, phone, my phone. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. I want to update you. Though. I, I was Damn, telling Savon. So wait, hold up. Pete, yeah. you wasn't here and you didn't listen to our last episode? Nah, wow. Here are some bits. Here are some nah, bits. Yeah, that's crazy. I got like halfway through. He got like half. Yeah, he got like half. <laughs> <laughs> he got like halfway through. But um, Yeah, you were saying um, his last His last real, real interview, interview was with yes, Elliot, was Elliot with, being a hater. Was with Elliot being... <laughs> was with, <laughs> was with Elliot and V. So long story short that he was just talking in a tweet like, yo, he doesn't really like the fact that Drake doesn't sit down with us anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him here last week, mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, dogs, I don't know if it's so much so him wanting to leave our hip-hop culture and not sit down with people from the culture or him realizing that he's aging in hip-hop mm-hmm. and still wants to be on top mm-hmm. and knowing the younger markets that he has to hit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, for instance, we're, all, we're already Drake fans. Yeah. yeah. That's never going to sway. Yeah. If anything, I think he's trying to get the 2005 babies, yep. mm-hmm. the 2010 babies, yeah. the kids where it's like, yo, they really might prioritize other artists that we don't. I love I, that. I can see that. I can, right? So this week, Drake made an appearance in Academics' uh, Instagram comments. Mm-hmm. Uh, Academics posted a video of Elliot Wilson doing a Rolling Loud interview, did, doing a Rolling Loud interview with Trippy Red. Yep, mm-hmm. Which that. is more like man on the street type of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. going up to the artist. Yeah. It's not in a controlled environment. It's not in the studio. Yeah. It's like, hey, let me interview you in between sets. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. If Drake and y'all didn't say anything, I wouldn't have known that was a bad thing to do for Elliot. But I want to read <laughs> what uh, Drake commented under the video and we can get into it. Yeah. Drake says, LOL, man shits on not coming to his platform for a second time. And now Elliot 10 toes doing Yes Jules interviews at Rolling Loud. <laughs> Last bar. <clears throat> Just admit the youth took over, big dog. I think I'm going to call myself the rapper whisperer going forward okay because this is exactly what, what i was saying? saying on the podcast last yeah. week i'm like yo yeah. dog i think he's realizing that he's 36 and that what has people like this is another point i didn't bring up mm-hmm. when people chose up about you know when he was beefing with meek yeah. mm-hmm. drake went to on the radar right on the radar was last week. i know but he went to on the radar yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't go to funk flex no you saying this time around? This time no, around. for the re- freestyle. For the freestyle. No, no, he did, he did he, not go to Funk. He didn't decide. I remember Funk Flex and other media personalities being from go-to. big from big markets mm. being so opposed, switching, picking sides during that time. That's good. It was yeah. to a point where it was like they weren't even trying to be a little bit like neutral. Yeah. It was now nah, we fucking with Mickey with the streets. So why the hell would he want to go back to older media <laughs> who might paint him and look at him a certain way mm-hmm. when we got all these new niggas that just want to hear new thoughts? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I want to give you a little bit of pushback sure. on that. Sure. We love pushback. Because I do think there's a way for Drake to still, you know, insert himself in hip hop without having to go through a funk flex. Like, you don't have to go to Flex. You don't have to go to Charlemagne. You don't have to go to Ebro. You don't even have to go to Joe Budden. I think a platform like Anori, I don't know his relationship with Nori. I think Anori is fairly neutral in his views and from what I know him and Drake. I think a Gillian Wallow. I think there's just hip hop platforms that he could go to yeah. outside of the radio station. I think a Sway. Yeah. I think Sway is fairly neutral in what he does and how he does his journalism. I, Angie I feel Martinez. It. I feel it. Like it doesn't have to be the Funk Flexes, the Charlemagne's. What about on the radar? Like that's still no on the radar the... is great. That's okay. amazing. And yeah, and okay. I love that he went there opposed to going to a yeah. Funk Flex. And what's I the, think it's a little bit more but, impact with game. But but, yeah. but but the demo. Yeah, on the radar. I think the younger. That's, that's what demo. I'm saying. It's the yeah. younger. That yeah. That's kind of the point I'm trying to make. I don't okay. think it's so much it. so. He, yeah, that he wants to not. So speak. basically, we yes. No, we're not ass. We, we just got to shut up. Not, nah, nah, nah. That's what I heard. Nah, because nah. you're telling me there's no young 
hip-hop culture yeah. Yeah. platform that Drake could go to to do an interview. I'm saying he could pick whatever he wants to do, right? Like, I heard people saying that they would have loved to see him do Kai Sinat. Ooh, I'm yeah. not. I'm not mad at that. I mean, he, you know, he didn't. He didn't do a Kai Sinat, right? But he was. He was on there with Kai. He was on. Oh. Was when, the episode when Twenty One was there with him. Oh, Twenty One Facetime. Yeah, he yeah. featured on it. Okay, cool. He so, called in or something like that. Oh, so but come again, on. I think. Come on, come on. And maybe this is where we kind of, yeah. you know, blur the lines a little bit, yeah. where it's like more of a traditional interview because yeah. Kai Sinat isn't really interviewing anybody. Yeah. It's more mm -hmm. so content. Mm -hmm. Like we're just gonna have banter, commentary, funny moments, and yeah. then it's gonna go viral. I just again. We don't have to beat a dead horse. We spoke about it on a previous episode. But I think there's a way for Drake to just immerse himself within the culture. That's all I'm saying. But and I don't is. care who it is not. Because Lil Billie Yachty's, Eilish Jr. is Lil, not the culture. Lil Yachty's a part of the culture. Yeah. You can, you can do all the de huffing and puffing you want, brother. <laughs> it's the truth. But I also want to say, like, yes. it's not it's not like he did, like, mad interviews with right. mad white people. He did, like, two. Yeah. I feel like That's we're more than enough. No, yeah, I feel like we're dragging it. Like, he's just, he just being silly, having fun, like, doesn't feel the need to do a serious interview right now. Yeah. When the time comes, he's going to sit Yo. down with a dope, you know, the young black journalist. I, like, I, I promise you, he will do that. He like, even, he even, my fault, Peter. He even, yeah, he even, yeah, he can. Go to Jordan. But Pete, but he Pete, but Pete, but Pete, but Pete, the last time, the last time he dropped the album with 21, which was very recent, yeah. he even did fake print media that's oh, why I he got that. sued from vogue yeah, and all yeah. that shit and a wintour like yeah, yeah. he was doing press releases as if he really spoke down mm -hmm. with vogue yeah, yeah. it comes off save on like he don't none of that all the shit we take serious because we live in this realm mm -hmm. i don't think he does you know what i think <laughs> i just don't think he does you know what i think when you've been good for so long doing the same more or less the same thing you get curious right if, if not, if not bored, bored. That's yes. basically so, what we said. Yeah. yeah. So remember, um, I forget the album name. Uh, what is it? Honestly, never mind. Mm -hmm. It was a different the dance album. Yeah, the dance album. Mm -hmm. It was a different type of uh, type of feel to it, and everybody was kind of like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Up in arms. Mm -hmm. But when you've been good that long, again at at rapping and stuff like that, yo, let me just try some new stuff. Let me see what else is, you know, what else that I could excel at. And honestly, when I first saw the interview. I was kind of curious. I was like, I wonder why he's kind of sitting down with her. Or, but you know, know what's crazy, P? I still learned something from his recent interview with Bobby. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I did. Talk, no, I gotta talk about that too. Oh no, well, you, I would love to hear it. Go ahead, last, tell me what you learned. Last week, mm -hmm. okay, last week, <laughs> the interview wasn't completely out. And now yeah. we saw clips, right? We yeah. only had clips when we recorded. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought it was the out. full interview no. wasn't okay. out. No, it, it was, was only clips. The last clips. recording that we I had. You liked it, didn't you? I love that. It was fun. Right? Right? I spun that shit back like twice. Oh, this nigga. But that's what I was saying. When I first saw that, my first reaction was like, "Oh, he's being silly. Like he's letting loose." Like, and I was watching. I was like, "It is so nice to see Drake like this. He was chilling. He was being charming. Like he was giving her banter. Like I, I thought it was adorable. I learned. I learned how he feels about marriage." It was cool. He spoke about marriage feeling like an ancient thing to him. It was cool. I, I, you know, I just learned small things about he, he likes fucking murder mystery shit. Like, I didn't, I never knew this yeah, shit about him. Yeah, he did say that. If he yeah. sat down with Rat Radar, I would have been like, so when did you bring 21 yeah, yeah. Savage in? Just on the prime. balance, though, bro. But the balance. It's coming. But, but, it's coming. No, 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 I know it's coming. Give me three of but those the balance, interviews and just give me one for the culture. But the balance has already been done. It hasn't. That's, yes, it has. It hasn't. Bro, he is in his what year in music? It hasn't He's been in like done, his LeBron bro. year in music right it now. It hasn't bro. He's already done. done all of it, bro. Yeah, and he's I done like a reason... million series. Yeah, yeah like, bro. No, he... I think yes, the reason yes, why, he has. Yes, I think the reason why Savon feels like that is because this is probably Drake's most... No, it is Drake's most recent interview. Apart from the little, 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 little Yachty one. Mm -hmm. So that's probably why it feels like, yo, bro, what the heck is going on? 
You're about to say some shit. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Go ahead. He needs to sit down with either Joe Budden, Gillian Wallow, Nori, or Rory and Maul. But about like what? That's it. Like for those, what? Those are the people Why? that he, I don't, and, and no disrespect. It is no disrespect. We saw the Elliot interview. Yeah. Um, Which Elliot killed, by the way. It was amazing. If I was, it was Elliot, great. I, I would be so grateful that I got an interview out of oh, no, like that. Elliot, out of him. Elliot said that in his tweet, he was yeah. like, hey, just I would like for him to talk to us again, but even if it's not me. He yeah, did say he that. Did say he that. did say he that. Did, he definitely did say that. that. He's not a hater. Watch him out. He had a little moment. Yeah, that's my man, but he had a little hating moment. That's my man, though. He's not a hater right there. He called every other interview a pile of mid. Yeah, that's hate. That's hate. And then he deleted that tweet. But he got strategic hate. Nah, My shit genuine. <laughs> he tried to promote his Patreon. Y'all got the My same birthday. Y'all got the same birthday, Yo, right? I should never told you that. Anyway, <laughs> the, like I want to see this nigga get to the shit. <laughs> Go sit down with Joe, bro. I'm sorry, but why? I'm gonna but just like, put a name we, on it. Go sit why? down with what Joe. Do you want I don't think like... he would take it seriously because I think there are certain nuances, <laughs> especially, especially, and and let me, and no slight to these guys, I love these guys. Mm -hmm. Right. Take out Rory and Maul. Okay. Right. The other three that I said, the other three platforms that I said, Drink Champs, the Joe Budden Podcast. And million dollars worth of game. The one thing that those three platforms have in common is all of them have a former artist slash rapper on those platforms that could speak to Drake in a way that traditional media cannot. That's what I want to see. But what, I mean, no I matter think, how it comes out, I want to I mean, somebody to be able to speak his language as an artist, not like somebody Lillian. who's an into. Stop talking about. Fucking little Yachty, bro. But he's an Stop artist and he's in the culture. Nigga, bro. Stop bringing this nigga up, bro. But he's an Dead artist ass, bro. that's like, in the culture. Because you really, you're doing that shit, bro. Stop talking. <laughs> but I'm you, he's not, he's not even good. He's not even good. I wouldn't he's say his that. friend. Not that's his man. He gave him a look. They talk shit. They had sushi. They did some drinks. It's not a fucking interview, bro. You just bro. told me. You just Nobody's told me. Nobody's checking for anything, nah, little Yachty. You just nothing told me. besides hold on, the city Pete, girls. Hold on, Pete. You just told me. Carisha, that's it. You just told me you sat down and you enjoyed the Bobby interview. I loved it. All right, cool. Phenomenal. I think, I think a lot of that came from what I was saying last week, the comfort in that room. So you criticizing Yachty being his mans and this and that and that. Bro, Yachty's an artist that he felt comfortable comfortable with, and he can sit down with people like that, bro. What is he going to challenge will, his friend on? Why what do is you, he going to challenge him on? Why do you want to challenge a nigga that's done everything already? Like, what do you, like, like, what what do you, you expect want him to talk out about? of yeah, it? Like, I don't know, but I already know <laughs> like, what an interview from your man is going to sound like. What? I don't know what an interview is going to sound like from somebody who may not know you but knows your experience so, through going right. through it. So you I don't want, know what little... So you like, would rather him hit, talk to somebody he doesn't know <laughs> as opposed to someone he actually knows and has a comfortable way. Absolutely. It's fair Absolutely. for Save. I feel it. Okay, hold Absolutely. It's fair for Savon to want Drake to be challenged. It's fair for Savon to be like, hey, I yeah. want a real interview with the hard questions. But it's like, it's going to come in like a few, three years. Why now does he have to sit down with Joe Budden like tomorrow? I don't think like, it ever comes And now. the thing is, I like, don't think it ever comes When now. I say the word challenge, I'm not saying like be gossipy and messy and ask that's these what nasty majority questions. These dudes do. That's not what I'm asking. That's, that's what not the majority what I'm saying. Of them do. Not, and not all of them do it. Not all of them do it. And if they do, you can easily say, no, I'm not going to answer. I think Drake is a professional enough where if he don't want to talk about some shit, he's not going to talk about it. When I say challenge, I mean, look. Like the hard questions. I'm here yeah. to get to the shits. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm not here to talk about our history. Like, in a little Yachty interview, there was a moment where uh, Yachty was kind of prying at a question that he wanted Drake to answer. Yeah. And I think uh, Drake told a story about how he went to court for some girl. He dressed up in a makeup artist. Mm -hmm. And he, 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 I don't know. It was just a story. It was an inside story between Drake and Lil Yachty that only Lil Yachty knew, 
but he was trying to pry it out because that's his man. And Drake laughed. He was like, huh, I know you want me to tell this story, so here, I'm going to give it to you. You got like it's I get just, what you're saying. So, it's, it's just too so, comfortable. It's too controlled. All right, let's stay As a let's consumer, I want to learn something. And maybe I did I learn something in that moment. But like, get the fuck out of here, I think here, we're picking Yachty, and choosing when it comes to Drake. Jay-Z, he doesn't do a lot of interviews, correct? Right. No. Okay, cool. I saw him do one with Kevin. Yep. And boy, Kevin Hart. Yes, Kevin Hart. I'm sorry, I should have said his full name. Kevin Hart. And boy, <laughs> shout out to Kevin. But that shit it. was so boring. Facts. <laughs> Yo. That, but that's I what, think the same, yeah. It, it was. was so fucking boring. But to, to, to negate your point, he sat down with someone, bro, that he felt comfortable with, but didn't make music, my nigga. So are you mad at Drake or are you mad at everyone here, bro? Because you just told me, yo, sit down with somebody that was a rapper like you. Jay-Z don't do a lot of interviews. He sat down with a comedian. It's about when you get to a certain level, Savon, and you're going to get there. You're a great guy. When you get to a certain status, I'm sorry, bro. Certain shit is beneath you. And I'm not saying that certain um, uh, media people are, are beneath him. I'm just saying the types of content that he, where he's at. Yeah. If I'm Drake 36, knowing that the kids... A retention span is like this. It's a TikTok era. Everything is content now. Yeah, yeah gee, maybe lost. I might go do a satire interview for about an hour, yeah. as opposed to a fucking hour interview with questions that niggas and already asked me. And about, I think Drake bro. is like, an expert at that and knowing on. like what he needs to do to stay on the top. He, yes. That's why he's he at the top that for so shit. long, I, and that's what he's doing now. He like, studies that shit. I'm gonna just say this last thing, <laughs> and then we can move on right. to whatever y'all want to move on to. <laughs> Let's take Joe Budden off the table. Okay. Mm -hmm. Think about all of the excitement and the buzz around Drink Champs and Kanye West. Think about what that was for the culture. You get what I'm saying? Okay. Put a Drake on a Drink Champs and think about what we would learn from a cultural standpoint. We, we removed Joe Budden. I removed Gillian Wallow. I'm talking about just from an interview standpoint. Okay. Hey, I'm going on Drink Champs. We're going to tease it. Nori's going to give his snippets. We're going to do the segments, the this or that segment, whatever uh, segment that Nori has on his platform. Mm -hmm. But, like, just think about that from a cultural standpoint. That's all I'm saying. Like, Yeah, you're not wrong. You're like, not wrong. That's what no, I'm, and we're, we're both, like, yeah, we that would be same, amazing. That would be like, great. Like, no one's saying that would be terrible. <laughs> not me, I'm saying, like, yeah. Drake is just having fun right now. He's, like, letting loose, sitting in beds with, you know, random white women. I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> I he think is. he's doing that, and then he'll go on a drink champs eventually in, like, a year yeah. or two. Like, why are we mad that he's just having fun right and, now? And like, I'm going to keep doubling down on this. I don't think he would give any of those platforms a serious interview. Especially off the comment he just made to Elliot Wilson Academics' well, com then comment yourself, section. Drake. Why? Jay-Z doesn't explain himself. Tell explain, like, but Jay-Z doesn't explain like, so himself. Tell me why you're not going and to fuck with Nori. He never... Tell he me what Nori did to you. He never does that. He never does. No, none Drake of this. I keep trying, when you reach a certain, like, Savon acting like Drake is one of these. Active, bro. But you, no, Hope is not active. We see it. We see Hope. He's not where. Nah, we, we see him, him with his wife. See he's not we active. see him being a supportive husband like fucking ASAP Rocky. If, if, if That's what we see Hope if doing. If Hope drop an album, if Hope drop an album but next year, are we going to say he's but active? he's not. We don't know that. But I, he's not active. Ah, you know more than Hope. His history. You know more than Hope. Up to date, his history has not been active. Musically, I he'll drop know. a verse on DJ Khaled's album okay. once every two years nah, and go into hiding. He did He's a, not an active he did artist a, the way that Drake is dropping he did two the, albums a year. Hey, man, he did a whole album with uh, Jay Electronica. He give he gives verses for the people he likes. What I'm trying to get you to understand is to the, to the, the Jay-Z <sighs> parallel. Listen, yeah, when I you get to a certain it. level, Savon, people have to submit to what it is. You no, act you're right. Like, you're you, right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right Don't talk about that. Drake like he's right. one of these newer rappers. If, I'm if not. Drake is one of, no, you are. I'm not. You're not giving him the respect because he. If you're so visible, bro, 
than just be transparent in that nah. way. It's, like it's, a Kendrick, it's, it's a, Kendrick don't do anything. So you know what? I don't give a fuck if he doesn't talk to anybody ever again nah, because he doesn't talk to anybody ever. <laughs> That's my point. I hear J. It. Cole, he doesn't talk to anybody. And when he does, mm. he gives it a little bit of balance. Mm. That's what I'm saying so with J. Cole. Wait, with what, a Drake. What's the last big has, interview J. Cole did? I don't know. Because that's what I'm saying. I think you're picking and choosing when it comes to Drake. When you get to a Reggie, certain do you level, know you, you're a J. Cole fan. You would know. Yeah. Yes, it was. The r real interview within the culture was Angie Martinez. And then he also did one at, on ESPN. Hmm. So, Grant's. Oh. You. So, oh. So ESPN, which is one of his new ventures, which is basketball, right? Because mm -hmm. he's played in the basketball league. Makes right? sense. Yeah. Makes sense. And then the comfort in interview with Angie Martinez, where she's going to make you feel comfortable, but she will still ask you uncomfortable questions. Mm -hmm. That's what I didn't like about what you mm -hmm. said last week, bro. So then give the, me that, Drake. The, no, yeah. well, Angie? I, I would like yeah. to see that. Fuck I like it. See that. I want to yeah, be yeah, nice. I said that earlier. I said, give me Angie. But, I'm, but this is my give thing, though. Respectfully, she's a queen. If he is trying to attract newer kids, I don't know if that's the type of content he thinks that so they're paying attention said, to. Fuck the older generation. Because we're already no, here. I, think I wouldn't say he that. He will we're do an Angie-ish like interview, like in a year I don't or think he two. Does it. He's not done with the culture. Just right now, he's just having fun. Like yeah. I don't see that's why. That's I, I think we scared him off. That's what I think we scared him off. Stop having fun. I'm about to read what he said again, bro. Why do we need a serious interview right now? Like, what is he going to talk about? What do you want to know? Why did he shoot at Yes Jewel? <laughs> yeah, no, the stray was crazy. The stray is crazy. Yeah, was crazy. And, she and, been catching wild strays. And I want to know why he called Serena's husband a, a what do you call him? A, a, a groupie. groupie? Yeah. I mean, some niggas be rich groupies though. <laughs> have have y'all seen um Yes Jules lately? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You follow her algorithm and shit. <laughs> no, but you would. You you seen that? Not not really. Never what, seen what happened? It. Nah, nah I'm just. What you seen on there? The algorithm be putting her shit on the top oh, of my shit sometimes. I'll be like, oh shit, it was yes, I forgot she was an interviewer. <laughs> Me too. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? She be. I didn't know she even interviewed till Drake said it. I was it. like, wow. <laughs> I didn't know that I, either. I gotta get in tune. Shout out to Drake putting her back on my Shout algorithm. Shout out to Drake, man. Shout out to Elliot. I like the whole Shout discourse though. This has been good discourse on the internet. Yeah, I didn't know it would be this much of a discussion. Yeah, but you know what? At least people and and. In our space, care like Savon and myself and Reggie. We so. do care. I care. I care too. That's good. Yeah. That's we all just, that is. We just got to gauge a little different sometimes. That's all. Honestly, I don't care if Drake is doing random interviews. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, but but then that's also. I feel like some people agree with yeah. me. A lot of people agree with Savon, and a lot of people agree with Alex. I'm an old hater. Yeah. Let's say hate though. That's the theme of this that's episode. Like, like, hate. like, I'm so sorry. I think today's episode is just gonna be like just all about hate. Okay. okay. We can go to with some next hate. Who we hating on now? Um, I love it. <laughs> There's two people I have in mind. Go, which Reggie. I don't know. I don't know which one. No, I'm Reggie, you shoot. Reggie, take Reggie shoot. I want Reggie. To okay, I'm that. just kidding. I'm not hating on him, <laughs> but I just, I just feel a little, I just feel a little bad. Audible proudly celebrates 50 years of hip hop, 50 years of culture that birthed the most prolific storytellers of our time. Respect the movement, respect the moment, and celebrate storytellers. Hear brand new hip hop memoirs, podcasts, and exclusive musical performances on Audible, free all summer long. Like new volumes from Audible's groundbreaking words and music series, including Snoop Dogg's From the Streets to the Suites and Yasin Bey's A Dynamic Career in Communications. DJ Drama's Gangsta Grills podcast, featuring the mixtape legend and conversation with hip hop greats like 2 Chains, Lil Wayne, Wiz Khalifa, Jeezy, T.I., and Pharrell. Binge-worthy Audible original series like The Greatest Day that takes listeners inside the making of hip-hop's greatest photograph, XXL's magazine's iconic 1998 cover, 
that saw over 100 of the day's greatest hip-hop artists assembled for one legendary image. Chuck D's Can You Dig It? about how a gang peace treaty in the Bronx set the stage for the rise of hip-hop culture. Or The Motherload, featuring hip-hop heavies like MC Light, Angie Martinez, retracing the history and future of hip-hop through the lens of its most influential female contributors. Hear unforgettable hip-hop originals like these and more essential stories on Audible. Listen free. Go to audible.com slash forever. G Herbo, you know, very talented rapper, been rapping for a really long time, has been very visible these past few years on Instagram, on songs. But how much was it? How much of it was real? Mm. So G Herbo, Chicago rap star, has agreed to plead guilty to federal charges that accuse him of using information from stolen credit cards to pay for his private jets, expensive meals luxury cars, and a Jamaican villa. Mm, that fraud. And he mm. pled guilty, so that, that good old he's, facing, he's facing up to 20 years in prison. And it just really, I don't know mm-hmm. how we can go from here. I mean, which direction, but I just want to think about how, like, you know, we, we know that rappers flex, you know, they have mm-hmm. to maintain a certain lifestyle, but it's like, do we know how much of it is fake? Like, it, it seems like everybody has a little bit of you know what's crazy? I could, it now, you know how I said I'm like a rap whisperer now? Mm-hmm. Rapper whisperer? You I could see this? it. I could, no, no, I ain't call this one. But respectfully, sometimes you can see it very clear. Okay. You, did you, you saw it coming or? Oh, yeah. I'm tell oh, shit. Okay. How so? I, 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 I had no idea. Oh, you know I be paying attention, right? Oh, cha. What, what, what first uh, tripped you off? Or tipped you off? What first tricked me off? Well, I want to start. I, wanted to, I want to talk to the fans first, okay. right? Mm-hmm. A lot of fans really do not understand the money structure <laughs> in rap. In music. They, they have. They really they, don't. They, they have really no, don't. and I can't even blame them, right? Your favorite podcaster is making more money than your favorite yeah. rappers on average. Your oh, favorite streamer yeah. is making more yeah, yeah, than your favorite yeah. rapper. I definitely believe yeah. that. Because yeah. what people don't understand is, like, right, you can be an unsigned rapper. Now, if you're an unsigned rapper, you got to eat for all your food. Mm-hmm. If you eat for all your food, that's dope. But kill for all your food. I'm sorry, you got to kill for all your food. Thank mm-hmm. you for correcting me. No problem. When you're independent, you got to kill for all your food, which could be dope, but it could also be very tiresome mm-hmm. with you and just your team behind you. If you're trying to reach a certain threshold, yeah. right? If you want to reach, reach a certain mark, right? Yeah. That's why a lot of the independent people, they try to build their leverage and then collaborate with the label, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I think what a lot of people get confused is when they see them chains, when they see them rings, when they see them cars, they're not really understanding, right? Like, if you have a record deal, it's a loan. Yeah. Right, yeah. I know people have spoken about this, but I think we should go part, kind of get more in depth. It'll right? be like million dollar record deal. That's there not you your money yet. There like, you go. That's yeah. not your money yet. So now let's go further now, right? If that's not your money yet, and because you signed to them, you the the it, the, the benefits probably favor the label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms sure. of splits, yeah. and they pocket, a lo- they pocket a lot yeah. of it. Right, they pocket a lot merch. Because they're furnishing all of that for them. To... Exactly, Pierre. Yeah. Like Pierre just said, they're fronting a lot of that money. So, shit, let's say they, they front me $2 million, I got signed. Now, I have to recoup that $2 million they gave me mm-hmm. just to break even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, with that, you still got to do your rapper kit. You still got to be fly. You still got to look like you're here and you there. You have to maintain a lifestyle. You, you have to maintain a lifestyle. But what, what a lot of people don't understand is that's why the pandemic I thought was pretty eye-opening to people. The show money is keeping a lot of these rappers afloat. Mm-hmm. You might see these rappers like, yo, why are they always in these city? Are they always doing a host and why this and that? <laughs> It's because they have to, <laughs> right? Like if you sign the record deal mm-hmm. and you already got the money that you're supposed to get, mm-hmm. you got to basically fend for yourself now. Yeah. So now depending if 
you're a type of rapper that is conservative or a type of rapper that's con- that's flashy. Now you have to maintain and sustain a certain lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Not only that, when you like a G Herbal and you come from a certain neighborhood, you come from the gang culture, you come from the life, your bills exponentially increase. Mm. Because you go from taking care of yourself, your mother, mm-hmm. your family, your kids, to your mother, your family, your kids, your side girl, uh, cousins, auntie, and the 10 other niggas that I got to bring with me everywhere. Facts. You feel what I'm saying? So like, if you multiply that on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis, on a month-to-month basis... You need a lot of money. You need a lot of fucking money. <laughs> like now. Yo, like... shout out to um, Method Man. I saw Method Man. He sat with Mav Hoffa. Mm-hmm. It was a couple months ago. I fuck with Method Man. Meth is the a man. In any me? interview, I'm going to tap in anything that Meth says. Anything Meth says, we yeah, did. For me? Wu-Tang forever for real. For me? And in the interview, we know <laughs> Meth to be a, a legend, but... Meth was so perplexed when speaking to Meth mm, in God. terms of, yo, how were these rappers paying for these PJs? These private, he knows what these, it is. These private jets. Because he, a yeah. veteran that been in this space, yeah, right? Yeah, he knows. He knows what a bad deal looked like. He knows what a good one looks like. And most importantly, he's had to last since way before G Herbo, yeah. right? So when he's talking about things to G Herbo, that's one of the things that he, um, he did illegally, right? The, the private jets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, Meth was talking to Meth like, yo, how are they doing this? I don't understand it because a lot of these flights one way could be 30, 35,000, 40 mm-hmm. racks. Mm-hmm. Just one way, you feel me? Now you buying a brand new Louis Vuitton, brand new Givenchy. So to Reggie's point, I don't think a lot of people understand and I just wanted to kind of clear some confusion. But if it's not show money, mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's, it's not, not much, if like... it's not brown bag money, if it's not sponsorship money yeah. that has nothing to do with their record deal. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you the sign where I knew something was bad. <laughs> let me give you the sign. Let me give I you was a, oblivious. Let me give you a tattletale sign. <laughs> so please tell me. I follow G Herb on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> For up and coming artists, y'all should pay attention to this. Any moment a very prominent rapper that doesn't need help from anyone go on their IG page and go, hey, yo, what's good, y'all? I'm reaching out to all entrepreneurs. Tap in with me. All um, artists, all, all everybody that got businesses, tap in, tap in with me. You know what I, you know what I read? You know what I heard? Oh, you're oh, he looking for money. Don't do that. I know a few artists I really like. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you the truth. I'm sorry to fuck it up for you. No, a lot of my guys. I, they, they my guys too. But they, they really want to link and build, Alex. They want to link and build with the upcoming youth. Yeah, they want to link and the build. The youth, like Drake, the None fucking youth. Yeah, they want to build so they can. <laughs> what do you mean? None, I you talk about the youth. Yeah, These niggas yeah. want to build and link with the yeah. youth. No, no, no. They want to build the relationship <laughs> so they can link their bank account to that to the, to the person they trying to attract. That's what they trying to link. They trying to link the routing number. You feel what I'm saying? So when I saw that, I was like, but then again, right to a to an average fan, mm-hmm. you'll probably look at it as if. Let's say if you think G Herbo has a bunch of money, mm-hmm. you'd go, why the fuck would he want to do that? Like he's back behind a label. Like he has his own industry friends. Yeah. Like he's not, he's, why would he just straight up want to do that? Couple days later, boom, G Herbo gets arrested and he's set, on, he's, he's set free on bail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Pierre, that was kind of like my tattletale signs where it's like yeah. you see certain things that people that you really respect the music might do on social mm-hmm. media, right? But because mm-hmm. everything is, a bag, a bag, a bag. You don't really realize yeah. the bags people need yeah. versus what they're just taking. It could kind of get a little confusing, man. And There's yeah. a few things that stand out to me with this mm-hmm. that are just fucking disappointing. Mm. The first thing is his name has so much equity in it. A ton. I am not a G Herbo fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't listen to his music. The yeah. nigga raps off beat. I don't <laughs> understand it. I like him as a person. I yeah. like him as a personality. 
I respect him from from that standpoint. But from his music, like I am never legit, never in hell bumping that nigga shit. Ever. Dang, like, could, I'm just not. Herb. It's not for me. My guy, Dev. He fucks with G Herbo. My brothers oh, fuck with brothers G Herbo. Fuck with her, nigga, I got in the car with Alex one time. We had to drive to Jersey. Oh, I was in the passenger seat. He put on some fucking G Herbo. I'm like, who is this? It was the one song I thought he was good on. Like, it was fun. What fast. was that song? Statement. Oh, okay. Statement. Yeah. It's a good song. It's a great song. Outside yeah. of that, and he was I, think on I, beat. I think I told Alex yeah. in that car. He was on beat. I'm not fucking, like, I don't yeah, fuck with the music. I don't. I'm very consistent yeah. in what I believe and what I say. But with that being said, I know when somebody has some movement behind their name, behind their personality and behind just the people are behind them. Yeah. Right. There's some artists where you look at, and this is not a diss, but I'm gonna throw his name out there. A young blue. Not the blue. Okay. Who's his fan? Don't do that. Don't do that. No, got, that's crazy. No, I'm not. He got, I'm not he got I said, fans. Yo, that's crazy. He got fans. He hasn't, if he hasn't I put out ever, who's his fan? I'm not in I get better with time. See, here, here are these two two fans right here. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, this is a this is a touchy subject because I see what Savon is saying. Like Young Blue, where are his fans? But also a lot of times, I think that a lot. That's, that's but your New York also, bias, Savon. Also, we can be bi like there can be mad fans that we just like don't know about. Yeah. Young like, Blue really. don't really got like yeah. niggas like that. I'm a, I'm a fan of, I'm a fan of his song. Yo, the, strays, Pierre, Pierre the says, strays in this episode are crazy. crazy. Pierre says he's a fan. Pierre, you're a fan? Yeah. I, no, I'm a fan too. I like his music too. But Pierre, yeah, are but you we're not like going to his concert. Are you purchasing his music? Are you planning a date I, I night around a young blue concert? Are you young blue high? If he I, comes I tell to you, fucking I'll tell you this. hack and sack. I'll tell you this much. I'll tell you this much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll tell you this much. Young blue on my sex playlist. Nah, what? Wait, you said he's on your what? He's on my sex playlist. There's a lot of niggas yeah, you bro. fuck to you don't like. Yo, does everyone have a sex playlist but me? Crucial. I'm I had one when I was fucking 17. You don't got one no more? Not anymore. <laughs> I don't like the label a sex playlist. It's <laughs> a vibe. Like a vibe playlist. It's, a, it's vibes. called a vibes, vibes. playlist. Because you don't have to have sex oh to it. Oh my God. Let me give you a tip and then I'm going to get right back to my hey, point. Yo. When you create a playlist okay. that's meant for intimate settings, intimate you don't scene. label it or just put sex songs on it. Mm. You put songs <laughs> that you could have sex to on it. Like oh, a Bryson, like a Bryson yeah. Tiller. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So definitely has in his Apple Music Vibes Volume One. Like he definitely has that. I will show you what the Vi- name. Is. I'm gonna go all the way to 20. Nah, watch. I'm gonna tell you. Vibes Volume you the, Two. Tell me what the this name is. This shit is like the, oh, the uh, what now? Remember them shits? Facts. The, the, the CDs. What's that? The CDs. That's throwback. Crazy. That's throwback. The Kiss Bop. This shit like Kiss Bop. Kiss Bop. My bag. Kiss Bop Four. This one right here. Which one? Late playlist. Name, name some songs. It's just called Late. By Stavon yeah, Slater. Name, name okay. some shits on it. Yeah, you probably got like Jeremiah yeah. on that shit. I'm gonna name someone he showed me. <laughs> Jeremiah. Don't you worry. That's the playlist right there. Let's see what he And it's not, it's not dedicated for sex, but Let's if go. sex happens, we gonna have a vibe today. Fabio Fort. It's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's called she about to get fucked. We got a little party next door. What's good slash curious. We got a little Bryson Tiller exchange. Okay, cool, cool. We got a little Chris Brown on there. Uh, a little Travis Scott drugs you should try. That's you know a what? that's a good like great vibe. transition. That's a vibe. and a great transition. So if you fuck to it, it's not weird, but it's like you, you don't have to fuck to it. You wouldn't put young blue you on your You wouldn't put you young gotta blue have on some it? variety to your sex playlist. You I'm a, yo, Michael, if y'all want young. this playlist, please go to our Patreon. <laughs> I'm gonna drop this shit on our Patreon. I promise you. No, I dead ass will. If we really get will. a certain, I prom- I will you drop gotta, this in our Patreon. Alex, why? Why wouldn't he? I got some weekend on here. Only for Patronis. Tori. Okay, now we're talking. Okay. okay. Now, nah, but you got to put Blue on there. You say, I might have a young Blue song on here, but nah, that's like not I his said, name no more. His name the, is Blue. It's the Drake joint. 
His name is Blue. I got, he had to change it back to Young Blue Pierre because uh, oh, did. Yeah, yeah, he had to. Yeah. But like I was saying, with G Herbo. Yeah. Your point, right? His name has a lot of cachet in it. He has a community for real. He does. He has a community. He does. He also has a relationship. Whenever you have a relationship where people look at you as couple goals. Like you have oh, a cachet. Yeah. You're never leaving the timeline. You know, what I'm, you're never yeah. leaving the timeline. Like his girl is always trending. So, I think what happened was, and I think I might have been Dev. I might have been talking to you. I don't know. This mm. fucking. But I was talking to somebody, and I was like, "What happens in situations like this is people their overhead is just too high mm. for yeah. their lifestyle. Yeah. So G Herbo could be making five hundred thousand dollars a month." Mm. But, but if your output is a million a month because yep. of your lifestyle, your lifestyle, you're always going to be in catch-up like mode. You're going to have to resort to doing things like this. What I don't understand and what I don't fully respect is not putting the work in. And going back to that competitive spirit in the um, top of this podcast, G Herbo, again, his name says enough about him where he can go get bags. Just ah, off of his name alone. You mean like brand deals and shit to like an that? Extent. Maybe not. Br- look, to an not, not brand deals. I, okay. I promise you. Yeah. Alex, we live in the same area. Yeah. G Herbo could perform in our area for a week straight. And I think <laughs> most of those shows will be sold out depending on the capacity of the venue. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. You get him? Yeah. I think he could go to Chicago, do the same thing. I think he could go to Show Atlanta, money. do the same thing. I also think he could call one of his people, music industry friends. Hey, let's put together a small tour. I think there are ways for him to get bags that doesn't resort to him having to do what it is that he did to put him in this position. You're saying because he could get the the bread the good old fashioned honest way, I, right? I, That's basically what you're saying. Like, yeah, why didn't you just like make the money? I guess. You know so. what's so crazy? I'm not saying that, but I think that's what no, he's doing. You know like. what's so crazy? He should have followed the steps of his stepfather. A lot of people. Who's his stepfather? Fab, fabulous. Oh, Wait, no, that's his father-in-law. Oh, I'm bo- my fault. Wait, really? Father-in-law. There you go. Yeah, my yeah, father's yeah, step-in-law. Yeah, yeah. My fault. Shout out to Fab. Fa- I was like, wait, Stephon. I think it's father-in-law. Father-in-law, it is, yeah. Because he was yeah. dating Emily's daughter. He's dating Emily's daughter, and there goes that. Yeah. But see, if, if he paid attention to anything that Fab has done his career, I don't know if people have paid attention to that shit. Fab purposely yeah. doesn't put out albums. Mm-hmm. He purposely puts out enough music to do shows with. Yeah. See, mm-hmm. now to save Vaughn's point, you got to be committed to that lifestyle, though. For me, so granted, maybe Fab's a little bit older than G Herbo, so the constant do- moving and shaking and moving and shaking has become so ingrained to him. Mm-hmm. That's to and also, oh, I was gonna make a point, but they both have young kids. But if I was G Herbo, to, to your point, I would pay attention to how Fab has worked out, not even having to release albums, but still make money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He might go to Vegas for two weeks or a month. You feel that, what I'm saying? I think Fab is different than G Herbo though, because mm-hmm. Fab has like cultural hits mm-hmm. for days. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. he has like legendary hits, like at least five. So like, I agree. Question. I don't know if people listening to this will agree, but you know, we're on the East Coast. He definitely has more than five like yeah. bona fide hits. Like. And, like, I don't know, a lot of people can just, like, judge and be like, G Herbal, how did you even let it get to this where, like, your overhead is way more, like... Makes so much but sense. I don't know, I was telling Alex off camera, I don't know what the pressure is like to be famous and have to live that lifestyle and then wind up here. I don't I don't think I'll ever, you know, resort to fraud and stuff like that, but I don't know those pressures, so... Sometimes you gotta fraud it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't have it in me to, Wait, to fraud it. I'm as, too scared. As, and every artist or major artist has a publisher, right? Uh, it depends. Most of them do have a publicist. You mean a publicist? Publicist, yeah. Or somebody, um, somebody that goes out and gets like gets the deals. I'm, I'm gets sure the, the partnerships. Yeah, and I'm sure the people that don't have them, when something goes wrong, they go grab them. I think, I think he just got caught up in a lifestyle, caught yeah. up in a race. I agree. I think his overhead was just higher than 
he could afford clearly and he resorted to this like i don't even think it's that deep yeah. personally yeah i think Lifestyle. it was just laziness he got caught slipping mm-hmm. um from what i understand the feds had came to him prior mm-hmm. and questioned him about this yeah. and he denied any involvement mm-hmm. any knowing mm-hmm. and so that's why they hit him with 20 years because they're like oh we came to you you lied to us Man. and now we had to spend more resources come back do See, our due diligence so be and now we kind of caught you in that way so because that's right. why the sentence I, I believe is so harsh and to, and to your point you know he was doing a good job of staying out of the way because you're mm-hmm. right all of this originally sparked during the pandemic mm-hmm. when all of this yeah. news broke the reason why they got on his ass again is because they caught him in chicago with a gun Mm. Oh, and then it just like spiraled. And then from, from him clearing the gun, and it went back to, you know what? We actually got this over here that we didn't clear up. Mm. Also, to your point about just leave it up, living above, above your means, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to be a rapper and know that when I buy an outfit, I might never wear it again. <laughs> yeah. Like, nah, just we do sh- that as podcasters. Nah, but it's that. Di- I do that, but it's way too. Okay. I've never seen that shirt before. I, it's old. That's one of one. I've been doing this with you for five years. Repeat, repeat. I've never seen you repeat a fit. <laughs> I know you, That's nigga. That's a flex. I know your wicks, nigga. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't, don't do that, bro. I'll be paying attention. This is, this nigga, watch my eyes. That shit crazy. <laughs> nah, but hear me out, though, right? Like, um, like this shirt, I think it's probably like $80 or some shit, right? Okay. Right. Different from me spending $80 a week as opposed to... Like a full Louis Vuitton two-piece. Every like, time I get an outfit, facts. right? Like, yo... Today was done. I finished my Givenchy outfit. I have a show. To, <laughs> I have a show tomorrow. Let me go get full ball main. Like yeah. Yeah. a lot of these rappers live like that. Not just with clothes, but just they live very um. What's the word? Like, Fervous. Carelessly, fervently. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, and then that stuff adds, adds up. up. Od. Yo, you go from spending like what twenty k a day on outfits. But this is why I appreciate come on, son. somebody I mean, like a Chad Johnson, Chad Ultra <laughs> Dr. He Chad, is very yeah. honest and open about yeah. his lifestyle. For sure. <laughs> I am not spending yeah. any he money on anything Wait, can because I, I am me. Can he I tell you something? I don't know if it, I think it was iced tea. I'm like 90% sure. He was talking about how he eats breakfast at like IHOP and Denny's and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then people were like, what the fuck? You're famous. <laughs> Why? And then he was like, where the fuck am I gonna eat breakfast? Is there a Gucci egg? Like, and I'm like, I'm like he, has a, point. Point. Yeah. That's he has a, a point. That's a valid point. Like, yeah. there's that's some great, great artists point. and some people who are just so aware yeah. and not conditioned to feel like they have to wear these name brands and yeah. have to and take those are a the private jet. Money. Like, bro, if you can only afford first class SG Herbo, it's fine. You know how many people of fucking reverence that I've seen on a Delta flight in mm-hmm. first class? Oh yeah. Like I've walked Big by. So, I think. Fucking Shannon Sharp happened to be on a Delta first class flight. Come on. I didn't look at him like he was broke. No. I didn't think to myself, why isn't he on a private jet? Mm-hmm. I thought, holy shit, I can't wait to work into a position where I could take first class flights at all times. That's the thing about hip hop culture and always having a flex. It's nigga culture. Right? It's, mm-hmm. it, it's, I mean, like, it's you just too, have no, to. Niggas culture. be broke. It's nigga culture, bro. <laughs> nah, but it's niggas, nigga culture. Niggas be you broke. think Asher Roth was doing that? <laughs> yeah, but it's different though, right? Like, Rest his soul. You think Mac Miller was doing that? Nah, but maybe they just spent. You think different, Eminem different don't even areas. come out his house? <laughs> think of, yeah, you think MGK like? Think I think of there's the... white rappers who like flex. Yeah, yeah, most, yeah most, most, rap- most definitely. I think bro. everybody does this. Jack, Jack, I'm sure he flexes on what he flexes. He still wears a bonnet. <laughs> I, feel like Jack, I feel like Jack has money though. Like he'd yeah, be he getting has... mad brand deals and shit like. That. I believe sure. so too. Yeah. I, I, believe I think that he too. actually has money. Like, but I don't yeah. think that he feels but any you, pressure. Respectfully, you named all white rappers. I don't think he feels or any white rappers feel any yeah. pressure yeah. to live above their means well respectfully they're just happy to be here 
Yeah. So, so you know, I think white rappers do that sometimes. Yeah, and, and, and they do I it in their way. They honestly. do it in their way. Like it might be cars or something like that. I think it's really just hip hop culture and the need to look cool. It's nigger culture, man. I, I hear you. I'm not mad. But 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 <laughs> Yo, see, what? that's the thing though. Niggas be stop. But niggas be pop, bro. Too. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So it's like if you pop, how can that be your culture if you can't flex and you pop? You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying everybody's pop. The I'm just need saying, like, to feel like you're not is crazy. No, yeah, but that's like, what I was gonna say. Really. How you stay rich is you have to be smart with your money. And if you can only afford a first class ticket, again, I'm not famous. I don't know how this feels like, but if you can really <laughs> realistically only afford a first class ticket, you have to be comfortable with yourself to be like, yo. I'm going to sit in this first class seat and I'm going to be fine. Like, I don't care what people think about me. I don't care about the comments. Right. You have to be like that. You have to be real with yourself. And that's how you keep your money. Like, like you telling me, nigga, he telling me it's nigga culture, right? Yeah. I'm telling you it's hip hop culture because it be the fans too, bro. Like, be, just, off of the, just off what the fans assume that you're making and what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. And hip hop culture, for some weird reason, if yeah. a casual fan sees someone that they think is maybe a billionaire, chilling in the economy on the Delta flight or chilling in first mm -hmm. class, they're going to try to make that... They might go and record the person. For sure. Yo, what's so-and-so sure. so doing here? You For know sure. what I'm saying? It's the culture of like always having to look fly, always having to have it. You feel what I'm saying? I've seen Mike Tyson mm -hmm. on commercial flights. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? For like, sure. For sure. I, I, maybe this is why I kind of stay so far away from like the music industry. Like, mm -hmm. My introduction to all of this was through music. Mm -hmm. Technically, through Joe's podcast, who was a rapper, obviously it stems from music and hip hop. So I'm always grateful and I always acknowledge that. Right. But one of the reasons why I kind of run away from music mm -hmm. is because of the mentality of what it is to be black and in music. It's yeah. tough. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's tough. That's you why critique the most. The interest for mm -hmm. me is more so TV, film, mm -hmm. discovery, documentary, like yeah. sports, even. Yeah. Like, what piques my interest is so far removed from music because I feel like there's a certain conditioning and I'm not saying anybody or everybody that's in music yeah. suffers from this. Like Alex, I don't think you suffer from it at all. Oh yeah. I think uh, you have a genuine passion and yeah. interest for music. And I'm not to be myself. Which is why you exactly Boom. which is why you pursue that's the big, it. Yeah, that's but for me, I think you are surrounded by people who are not capable of mm -hmm. having their own original thought. Mm -hmm. You are always gonna be surrounded and always gonna have to look over your shoulder yeah. for people who don't have the ability to think above the norm and the standard of music, which we see G Herbo being a victim of. You see what I'm saying? I do see what you're saying. Like, that is the issue, and that is what I run away from and what I can't really understand. Because yeah. just his name value alone, I don't give a fuck how bad it looks. We've seen some of the OGs, some of the most thorough niggas in the game mm -hmm. go on reality TV shows. Yeah. Not a slight, not a diss. Mm -hmm. Jim Jones, mm -hmm. one of those guys. Kicked it off. I'm sure at some point, and, and even Joe Budden, let's talk about like, yeah. at some point, some of these real lyricists, real musicians, artists who have been in the game for a very long time, the music slows up. Everybody can't be a Drake. Everybody can't be a J. Cole, a Kendrick Lamar, a Jay-Z, a Kanye West. Everybody can't be that. Everybody so for the Thomas. people who can't be that, you got to get it in other ways. But once you build the cachet of your name and you have a career and you have a fan base and people who will blindly follow you or are just interested in you, once you have that, why not leverage that? Mm -hmm. like, why not like, use it mm -hmm. to I don't, make money? I don't mm -hmm. know what G Herbo's interest is, but I'm pretty sure him and his girl could have had a beautiful storyline mm -hmm. that caught the interest of people 
on love and hip hop. Mm -hmm. yeah. It may not be sexy. Or it may not be applauded. It may not be the route mm -hmm. that other people look at and say, hey, I want to take this, this route. Yeah. But before I go and steal other people's identity yeah. to try to uphold or uplift or maintain a lifestyle that I know I can't afford, because mm -hmm. the fucked up thing about the situation is he was aware of it, which is why he pled guilty to it so quick. You get what I'm saying? It's not like he, it was his accountant or somebody on his team who was doing this and he didn't know. No, he was aware of what was happening for how long it was happening, which is why you see, yo, he's looking at 20 years, he's gonna plead out for five because he knew. I can't understand, it's fuck, it's mental illness, bro. It's fucking me up. I think it's like when you do that, it's also like you're potentially risking your whole lifestyle because once you get caught, you lose it all. So it's like, why even put yourself in that situation? Like, bro, don't cancel me, Reggie. <laughs> I have been listening to Tory Lanez for the last <laughs> yes, sir. three months. Like Ego Pierre. Yes, sir. But like, there, there you go. There it's the first go. time. Thank you for finally. Right. You know no, what I mean? Listen, you real hype over hey, next We're not month. cutting that shit out, Pierre. Don't hit us in post production. Nah, okay? Good for that. Let it rock. Yeah. I'm just letting y'all know. I'm just keep. I'm being honest with y'all. We talking. I have been hey. listening to Tory Lane's music for the past three months, Dang. nonstop. It's going crazy like, too. It, it's just, it's, it's, it sounds good. It's I've over. rediscovered songs, yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I only say that to say, I know he is in his cell, Bro. eating that food. Bro. Surrounded, no, Tory Lane. Oh, Tory, okay. Surrounded by a bunch of men that he probably doesn't want to be around, <laughs> being told what to do on the yeah. daily, mm -hmm. not having a clear insight of what his future looks like. Yeah. And I know for a fact he is sitting in there with all of the talent, all of yep. the opportunities that he had, and he's regretting what he did or what he was involved in that night, That's whatever crazy. his involvement was. What's crazy is I was just going to hit you last night, Stavon. And because I was, you know, to talk I was, about Tori, I was on, right? yeah, yeah, like, yo, bro, they really got him. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> like, yeah. that's my thing when it comes to people you know like yeah. the Tory and, and the G Herbos and the people who just put themselves in unfortunate situations. Mm -hmm. It's like, y'all niggas work so hard where the common folk, and I consider myself one of the common folk, mm -hmm. I still have a nine to five. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we got some movement, we got some motion, but nigga, if I lose my job today, I'm gonna have to get another job in the next few weeks. Like I'm not and, and, there yet. And also, and also, just um, I think a lot of the times when you become successful in these spaces, you get very attached to your title. Uh, I think I spoke about that a little bit on last week's episode. Mm -hmm. I say that to say, if I'm G Herbo or any one of these rappers that I'm tired of fucking doing all these hostings, I'm tired of fucking doing all these shows just just to make reoccurring money, right? I think oh. where I think where I would lie yeah. is, is is in the investment money. Yeah, and he, or he could have yeah. like started like a business venture. And that's what I mean by investments, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Like you yeah. could have literally took a 40 pack from a performance. I and I, I hey, maybe I'm wrong. And maybe he might have a bunch of businesses that's flourishing that I don't know about, but it probably ain't flourishing if he had to go fraud it. You feel me? I think a lot of people only get to that business acumen and, and rap when they reach a certain age. Mm -hmm. That's why I salute people like the chameleonaires, um, that just took their money from rap and just see Chameleon in tech right now. Yeah, oh, wow. He completely spectacular. Spectacular. From um, Pretty Ricky. Pretty Ricky. Yeah. Pretty Ricky. Like you feel me? Like 
understanding that all right rasby rasby i'm lying oh i'm about to say i'm about to say you just I'm about to be like, I'm not, i was about to say like what he opened up what he opened up there were two og rappers that recently they opened up their burger joint Bumby. Uh, yes 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 like, you could do stuff like that to the shot, to the tro- yeah exactly but they put them they only see themselves as a rapper so much and that shit confuses me because shit i'm a young guy in this space and it's like yo I'm wearing one of my hats right now. Like, we could all do mad shit. We're living in a content era right now. If that's not telling anyone that you, you can do anything you want when you want, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of the time, especially in hip-hop, when you're the rapper, you're just always supposed to be the rapper. And it's like, yo, bro, a lot of y'all, I want a lot of y'all to get out of that and just look at the money you have and look at yourself as a businessman first, yo. I'm not look, mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Look at yourself sure. as a businessman first, and that can go into any part of your, any area of your life. I like, like that. Yeah. I agree. Um... Y'all want to talk about Doja Cat? It depends how much time we have left because we do a voicemail. We or got Doja some Cat. time. Okay. So speaking of, you know. The cat? Fucking up your curtain. No, I'm just kidding. The cat? So Doja Cat, you know, she makes phenomenal music. But she has always been quite quite the character, I would say. So, oh, I mean, her first song was, bitch, I'm a cow. Well, that was her first viral song. <laughs> I'm sorry. She her was first making viral a lot of music song. before that. Yes, yes. So yes. how why she's been in headlines lately is because her fans are, you know how she goes on her random Twitter rants where she goes, she'd be going in sometimes. <laughs> and so I don't know if she was in a mood, but there were fans tweeting her like, hey, like, can you just say I love you to your fans? And then Doja <laughs> responded. She, literally, there it was just a bunch of fans tweeting her just on some regular shit. Um, and she was like, they asked her, Hey, can you just say you love us? And then she was like, I don't though, because I don't even know y'all. Yeah, I love Doja Cat. And then, wait, but she's not done. Okay. And then everyone was like tweeting at her, like, Doja, whatever do you mean? Like, like, and her fan base is called the Kittens, because cat, kittens, whatever, which is a name that she gave to them like a few years ago. And it makes sense because she be like, she dressed up as a cat recently at the Met Gala. Like, it makes sense, kittens. But then, um, she was like firing back to everybody where everyone was like, hey, we support you through everything. You've been through mad scandals. Like, what the hell? But she was going off. She was like doubling down. She was like, nobody forced you. I don't know why you're talking <laughs> to me like you're my mother. You sound like a crazy person. And then she called her fan pages creepy for using her name as like their title. Wow. And then the, wor- the, the one that was like the kicker was she tweeted, my fans don't name themselves shit. If you call yourself kitten or a fucking kittens, that means you need to get off your phone and get a job and help your parents with the house. Yeah, that's crazy. So basically, she just went on this whole thing of being like, yo, why? Okay, like, I don't give a fuck about you guys. And Shoot. then the fans are mad. It's like, yo, we, we were the one that made you famous. Like, you make money because we stream your music. And so um, I don't know if this matters. People, this was like a big headline today. I don't yeah. know if it completely matters. But she lost, like, instantly, like, 300,000 followers yeah, on that. Instagram. Instantly that. from all her yeah. fan pages, like, deactivating their shit. They were that's really upset with her. So my question, yeah, and we can talk about them. the situation itself, but my question when looking at this is like, what exactly do you owe your fans? Because there were some people like, you should be doing everything for your fans because this is how you're even an artist in the yeah. first place. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, and then some group. people were like, hey, no, no, not me, not me. But like some people were like, hey, she doesn't owe y'all her love. She owes you guys music and that's it. So what do you owe your fans as a famous person? <laughs> well, we're not at that level of fame. Right? Yes, we are. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but you owe you, you owe your supporters something, no? Yeah. You definitely owe your fans. You you, you owe the, them more than that. that's your base. Do you owe them like affection the or just your art? I, both. Oh, that's, because, that's, no, that's, that's a good I question. Think, I think that way about Kendrick. When ke- people are like begging question. Kendrick, like, oh my god, he never releases music. Me, I'm like, I don't know. That never really bothers me. I love Kendrick, and I'm never begging him for music because I'm like, 
he has already given us so much. He's clearly going through something in his life. He kind of wants to chill. And I'm never begging an art. I've never begged an artist for music. So I get that. But then Doja, I feel like Doja, you don't have to be mean to your fans. Like That is so sad. <laughs> Huh? Yeah. That made me a bigger fan of Doja Cat. I'm not I hate Say what is so twisted. Bro, that is so sexy. I got one word. Confused. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what you got mean? these niggas. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> like, I hate you guys. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> because you be blindly supporting <laughs> niggas you don't know. Tell them that, again. That's what people were saying. People Say were like, again. support people it's you too don't many, know. I see way too many of these, um, these stand gotcha. pages. <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram of who you know they... What? I got you with the term. You know, you love terms. You, yes, you I talk. love... So pe when she said, I don't love you guys because I don't know you, I, the, the term is people have parasocial relationships with celebrities they've never even met, an mm. obsession, and Doja's just sick of it. Like, mm. you know? And then when she says something that's pretty normal, it sounds crazy. And Reggie, I love the question you just posed. She's so do you... <laughs> do, do you... Are you entitled to give your fans your affection? Or what was the other one you used? I think, or, or, or just music, your or art, or just your art. Uh -huh. That's a very good question it because is. I, I think, know. I think, I think a fan. I don't know. I think a fan is gonna respect the fact that they always get music out of the person, but a stan. Okay. Oh, okay. but a stan, all it's all in. It's gonna be like, why don't you love me? Why don't you love me okay. because I buy every single thing and I show up to every single thing? Nobody told you to do that. She did say, <laughs> like, yo, I didn't ask you to make a fan page about me. Listen, like, okay. And and and, and this is like, shout out to all the supporters. That's crazy. Around the world. That's crazy. You feel what I'm saying? That's not just for this podcast. Whatever you support, salute to you because there's something that you find that you resonate with, right? It's something that makes you feel good that you can relate to, right? That's yeah. a, a lot of the reason why we get behind things. See, I think this conversation is so interesting to me is because let's not lose ourselves in the support, right? Yeah. Like, like they're an artist first. Or that's right? one thing. I'm sorry, could you? Yeah. But like, no, no, no. They're a person. They're a person. Human. They're a human. human. Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I don't beg Absolutely. for music. They're a person first. Absolutely. But it's like, so I was thinking to myself, like, hey, their support, them streaming her music, is what got her the Grammy, the number one. Yeah. But then I was like, hey, you're supporting her, but right now you're kind of throwing your support in her face. Yeah. That's what they're doing, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. It's just like support is just supposed to be support. You it, just feel like you, you're like, it's entitlement. Mm. And I struggle with people that are entitled. And Same. as a fan, like, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of certain people, certain artists, certain athletes, certain entertainers. I'm a huge fan. I'll give you a great example. Everybody knows it's fucking documented. I'll say it until I'm blue in the face. I am a Jim Carrey Stan fan. I, I watch his movies to put me at ease and go to sleep at night. That yeah. is like, such a niche That comfort. is my guy. What's that right? shit with the animals you always watching? The animals I'm always watching? Yeah, the shit he in with all the animals. I don't know. Oh, Ace Ventura. Yeah, look, Ace Ventura. Look, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that's one of the ones that I don't watch. But <laughs> I'm a, like Jim Carrey. That's my guy. Yeah. I don't feel like I am owed a movie from, from Jim Carrey. I feel that. Yeah. Every yeah. Year. No, no, I'm saying I feel safe on. Yeah, like, like okay. I'm grateful for his catalog. Yeah. I'm grateful for what he did. And I that's, appreciate. And, and that's what makes and you that's a fan. What, you know what I'm saying? And the that's catalog. what it is. Like yeah. I don't feel the need yeah. to look up his Wikipedia. Like what is he working on? When is he coming out with a new movie? Yeah. I love what he's done for me, and I'm appreciative for his work and his art. And then if you're really a fan, you try to get to know the creative or the artist a little bit better than just their art. So I know his personality is, hey, I'm a humanitarian. I am a human being. He's been through shit in his life. He had a girlfriend who committed suicide and they tried to blame it on him. Like he had a whole story in the tabloids. Well, I could understand as a human being first, fuck being a fan. As a human being, 
I could see why he's not in the mood to create. Create like, like a Will comedy. Smith. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. I could see why Will Smith is yeah. not on a Reading set. The tea leaves. Because he went through something traumatic. He put himself in a position to where all eyes are on him. I have to rework some things within my personal life, internally, with my family. I'm not rushing to be on the big screen. Right, if I'm a fan of Will Smith, because I know what he's been through on a public stage, that's just publicly. Now let's talk about privately, or let's consider privately. Like when you're a fan of somebody, the entitlement that comes along with being a fan should be negated. But when you have these stan accounts and people yeah. who worship yeah. you, yeah. this is why I started off saying I think Doja Cat is so sexy for how she's moving. Yeah, because she, it she is human. She could have played like, into her her highs. She also does cocaine. That's kind of sexy. And she be too. playing with Not feet in chat. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's some sexy shit. Yeah, and she be playing. Uh, allegedly, what? we saw And she be shit. playing with feet with incels. She be playing with feet. She a little Bro. freak. Bro. Shout out to her. The music's strong. Yeah, Yo, she's you, some You scare some me, bro. Yeah, but nah, outside is, of all those that. things. Savon scares me, bro. She's a human. Nah, she still be on Uvu showing feet. Oh, you said she, Uvu. Oh, she on Uvu? Yeah, I'm lying. I just, was on I was a Uvu poppy. You was a Uvu poppy? Yeah, listen, that's for the vets. You young kids don't know nothing about Uvu. Before it was FaceTime, it was Uvu. It was the O-O-V-O-O. That's when they was showing. And then it was Skype, and then they blew a freaking five-point lead to freaking Zoom out of nowhere, so it was crazy. Yeah. A little little history lesson for you. I forgot about Skype. Yeah. Skype was the everywhere, and then all of a sudden they vanished because of the pandemic, and then Zoom just took over out of nowhere. Zoom did take over. But yeah, I could could resonate or relate to... I can understand, because I can't relate to Doja Cat. I don't like that, I can understand how a Doja Cat would be fed up with that. I don't like that. If I'm a... A fan of yours, don't alienate me or or you know talk. But get fan. a life, my but, nigga. But, but fan or stand. But still, fan or stand. Get a life. I say I say fan. I can't see myself being a stand. These, but she's addressing a stand, right? Okay. You don't she's go addressing around, the kittens. Like yeah. I've never seen you walk in here with a purple umbrella. No, but shout out to the umbrellas, <laughs> which is Tory Lanez's signature emoji oh, or whatever. Yeah. Oh. yeah, this guy he loves yes. Tory Lanez, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. like. Is documented. He thinks Tory Lanez is better than Michael Jackson. That's a fact. I, we should you have, have to bring that. Nah, up. We should have departed with him I, nah, from a working should've. standpoint <laughs> when he said that. I gotta but stand on what I stand on. I gotta yeah, stand on. Yeah. Just stand on that bum ass rock. Everything not for everybody. But yeah. you being a fan, that's a bad boulder you standing on, nigga. It's <laughs> a bad boulder. I've never seen him come in here with the purple umbrellas and say, "This is where I'm at." We know he's a huge fan of yeah. a sports team right. in the NFL. Yeah. I never see him put that sports teams. You know, above all, like yeah, yeah. he's not. Oh my God! Like you're a fan, you're not a stand. Yeah. There you go. The stand terminology is when people live in delusion. Yeah. And Doja Cat, when you come from pop music, and I think if you've been following Doja Cat, she's really been trying to move away from her identity as being a pop star. Her next album, she promised to be a little bit more of a Rap. rapper's album, yeah. because the essence of who she believes or who she says she is is being in rap. I believe her because she has the talent. (laughs) Like, I believe that. But I think she was propelled. She was forced. She was pressured to make a certain type of music. She's really fucking good at it. Every Mm -hmm. time I go shopping in PacSun or Urban Outfitters, I hear Doja Cat. So (laughs) if I hear you in those stores, I know you're doing something really good. You know, you're doing something (laughs) really fucking good. So shout out to Doja Cat. (laughs) But from what she said, that's not who she is. And that's not who she wants to be known as. And it was almost pulling away from her spirit, making that type of cookie cutter, lollipop, popcorn okay. type of music. I could see that. It but... wasn't authentic to who she is. So now, 
she's found herself in a space where she's accumulated all of these fans, all of these followers and supporters who know her for being a pop star, who know her for being a character. And she's at a point where it's like, bro, this is not she's what sick I of want. It. She's I'm, sick I'm, of it. This is not who I am. It's not what I want. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. And she's rebelling against not just the fans, but also the machine in a way. Because she doesn't want to just be a cog in yeah, that machine. Maybe, maybe she's just like self-sabotaging because she's like, hey, I don't want this anymore. Let okay. me freaking just get rid of everything, yeah. every every part hey, of the pop aspect and down. start from scratch. Maybe yeah. she's hey. doing that. Like. Gotcha. <laughs> she also said, y'all niggas got me so rich. Like she legit said. She said that shit. Y'all niggas got me so yeah. rich. I could retire on an yeah. island and never do this again. Got yeah. you. Y'all be so quick to support. Look. <laughs> I don't know if she can do that yet because I feel like she got, got one of the bad deals. They say like her deal isn't that great. Oh, really? I don't know. Yeah, I, can I don't see know. That. I, I'm deal. not sure, but I can That's see that. That's what she said. I can see that. She literally said like, yo. Oh, she's, oh, she's at no, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said, yo, I could take my money, retire on an island and never make music again. Like. Fuck y'all niggas. And, and, gotcha. And, but see, <laughs> gotcha. Like, <laughs> but see, that, that one sentence right there is something I wish all of, everybody would take away from this conversation. You, are, you came into this world by yourself as a human being. I want you to like, support, be a fan, a fan of whatever you like. But at the end of the day, you have to understand what another individual wants to do with whatever they want to do. It's gonna happen. So let me ask. So you, you when you get into the stay to the stand pages on Twitter and Instagram, yeah. assuming that you know their emotion and trying to predict what's going on in this and that person's life, and then yeah. you get mad when they tell you it's not that. Don't quick, be mad at yourself. Quick question. No, for sure. Savon. Uh yeah. Quick question for you. <laughs> I'm listening. Would you Savon, would you consider yourself a, a pusher fan or stand? I'm a fan. I'm not a stand of anybody. I don't create accounts. Yeah, he'll be and... selling coke. <laughs> Yeah. Like, not a fan of, uh, creating fan I'm a pages. fan. I'm not a stan of anybody. I think if you look up the definition of what a stan is, mm -hmm. the term stan derives from Eminem, Eminem song yeah. stan. stan. Yeah, yeah. Um, stalker fan. Which is right? stalker fan. I don't know okay. if it was stalker fan or slim shady fan. I don't know. <laughs> but um, his name was Stanley, actually. Oh, his, oh I yeah, thought it the, meant stalker fan. The, and like they combined the. Oh, never The character in Eminem's song, his name was Stanley, yeah. stan for short, fan, whatever. Cool. I'm not a stan of anybody because I live in reality. Okay. Stans live in delusion. Right. So if you listen to that song, Stan, the character that Eminem was portraying yeah. or rapped about was just so infatuated and obsessed with Eminem. He was writing them letters. He was going to every booking. He was just trying to get his attention in each and every way possible to where Eminem didn't feel safe. Yeah. Right. So for Pusha T, I'm a fan. For Jim Carrey, I'm a fan. Anybody okay. who I talk about, I am. I may be a major, a super fan, right? right? But I'm never a stand because I still live in reality. I won't okay. risk anything to see any of these people. I'll go out of my way. Like, I tagged Alex along to go to D.C. with me to go see Pusha T, right? right? <laughs> because I'm a fan. Right. But I wasn't like, yo, Alex, I'm going to spend my last dollar on this Pusha on this. T concert. Can yeah. you come yeah. with me and enable me yeah. in doing something that will affect my life? Okay. It wasn't delusion and, involved. And the reason why I asked you that is because I was going to ask, if, if Pusha did exactly what uh, Doja Cat did or said to you, how would you mm -hmm. feel? I wouldn't give a fuck. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm not that invested. Okay. Yeah, sure. Like, good for him. I'm still going to support his art. I'm still going to listen to his music. Right. If he felt like that way, fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck. If he say, fuck me, fuck you. Like, I'm still going <laughs> to fuck with your music. Okay. So I really so you, do think that would be your reaction. <laughs> so you don't, think, you don't think you're owed any type of appreciation, even if it's, like, the smallest? As a supporter? I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. It sounds crazy what Doja Cat said, right? I'm going to repeat it. She said, 
but I don't even know y'all. I know, I know that sounds funny. You know what I'm saying, P? But realistically, bro, the fan or the stand is the person that knows about the individual. Right. The individual has no idea how many people to love for, or to care for, or yeah. to feel like. Nah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like minus, minus, yeah. minus the amount of people. But you don't think you're old. You got even understand. one iota of appreciation from who you. I would. I would like to be appreciated by the people that I support. Yeah. But I am a fan ultimately of their art. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's maybe the thing. four mm, people the thing. in the world, if not not even four, and maybe one or two people where I'm a fan beyond their art, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm a fan of your art, if my introduction to you was your art, I'm a fan of your art. I would love for you to appreciate the support that I show you, but ultimately, I care about your art and how your art makes me feel and how I'm able to relate to it and express myself, express certain emotions that maybe I haven't experienced through your art. That's what I'm a fan of. Right. I'm Not rarely true. ever a think? fan of a person. I mentioned Chad Johnson, Chad Ochocinco. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of him as a person. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, he hasn't played football in years. I still will make sure I follow up with him. I, I follow him. I support him however I can on a social media standpoint, right? I'm a fan of how he moves in life. Whereas there's certain sports figures where I'm just a fan of what he does on the court. I don't know him. Like a fucking Anthony Davis. I like Anthony Davis. He's good on the court. I don't give a fuck about what he does off the court. (laughs) I don't. You know, there's certain people that I'm going to bet on on FanDuel because I'm a fan of how he performs in his respective field of sport. If he goes home and has a porn addiction, it's not going to affect how I view him or if I'm going to bet on him. Right. And, and I'm not invested in that. And nine times out of ten, you know, to end this point, a lot of people are familiar with Doja Cat through her music first. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Exactly. So if they're familiar exactly. through your music, that means that's what got you to the table first. Uh, it not, wasn't their person or the humanitarian thing. It was, you know what I'm saying? Majority of the time it does happen that way. Exactly. Um, that was a great segment. I appreciate yeah. y'all. Let's get into these Deans and Know podcast voicemails. Uh, like we told y'all yeah. at the top of the podcast. We have opened up our phone line to each and every one of you at the time of this recording. So if you're interested in connecting with us from a professional standpoint, relationship advice, um, just anything in general, y'all just want to kick it with us. If y'all just want to say, hey, need to know we fuck with y'all. We love y'all. We out of here. Whatever it is, if y'all just want to get in touch with us, there is a link where you can call in, leave a voicemail, and we promise to get back to you. Um, that link is on our Instagram. So if you're interested in getting in touch with us, please make sure you go to need to know pod on Instagram. You could click the link in the bio and connect with us over there. So, uh, before we wrap up, we do want to connect with one of you all. Um, we listened to this in pre-production. It was a really, really compelling voicemail. Mm -hmm. We also urge you to leave voicemails because we do love connecting with you. Uh, but let's tap into this one. Let's respond. And yeah, let's see where this goes. Yo, what up, gang? Um, I'd address y'all individually, but I'm not trying to have this shit get cut off. So let me just get to the point. <laughs> Shout out to you, man. Thank um, you. Anyway, I'm a songwriter producer. I w- worked with an engineer who is a couple levels above me in the industry, you know, kind of moving and shaking or whatever. Um, about two years ago, he introduced me to a female songwriter who was that shit crazy, but you know, fine as hell. So those two things go together. But either way, um, she ended up shysting me, like tried to steal some of my publishing money when we were working together. Mm. And I ended up 
breaking off from the group and going separate ways. But the main reason why I did that wasn't because she did the shystiness. It was because the engineer over the course of like the five months we were working was hella disrespectful. He introduced me to the girl and then another male artist. And it got to the point where he was so disrespectful in public that the male artist felt like he could be rude and disrespectful to me too. And then that's when it got too much. Um, I don't know if it was like an alpha thing or whatever, or if he was like intimidated by my skills. I don't know. Either way, after I split off, I started putting out content on my own, trying to, you know, make it feeling stuck. And now he's starting to like my shit again and be like, yo, I maybe have an opportunity for you. And I'm needing a second opinion because I don't think I should take it. I feel like I should tell him to kick rocks barefoot, but whatever. <laughs> I love this question. Yeah. Let's kind of keep it quick, concise. Mm-hmm. I will not tell you or anybody suck your dick because <laughs> last week I fucked up. Reggie, <laughs> let's start with you. She was so mad at us. She just was. referencing the voicemail at the end of our episode last week, just, just go re-listen to that because... Yeah, and right. then and then she commented. She was like, "I'm never asking you guys a question ever again." So I will say, if this if this producer that was hella disrespectful, if this offer, if he tells you what the offer is, and it's like some crazy offer that you can't refuse, honestly, everybody in the business is fucked up anyways. Everyone lies to each other anyway. So if you want to carry through with this major opportunity, it could change your life. If it's that big, get that shit in writing and then go through with it. Just take care of yourself throughout the deal, and then I don't know, you can make it work because everyone is shady anyway in the business. If you don't want to do that then I don't know. I, I just, why would you want to work with someone that ha- was hella disrespectful to you for five months? I just would not even want to respond to the message if that was me, but I'm never going to tell anybody to not get their bag when there's, the, when there's an opportunity on the table. So I think you could do both. If you're going to go with him, get that shit in writing, get a contract. And if you're not, you definitely deserve to tell him, be like, no, like, no, fuck you. Yeah. At first I was of the mindset uh, here we go <laughs> no <laughs> you changed my mind in real time oh, at first i was of the mindset of man go get your bag right yeah. like fuck that shit go get your bag yeah. you know um I, i'm a true believer alex actually told me this um he said something to me that yo it was very profound honestly i say i give you your credit a lot but this is probably the Would one thing the best thing it Would may have been the best thing you ever, you ever said oh, oh shit one of my can, best can words you guess? <laughs> no I be saying too much shit. He's like, what nah, I be saying too much shit. I'm, I'm tight. Yo, the Riz is crazy. <laughs> no, no, that's not Riz. Hey, but... Yo, it's not. It no, but Alex told me yeah. a while ago, he said, you need to know who you're dealing with. And when he told me that, it stuck with me, and I've carried that on to every single interaction that I've had with every single human being in every single capacity. Know who you're dealing with, right? Yeah. So the fact that you know who you're dealing with that gives you an advantage and it gives you a little bit of leverage in your situation mm-hmm. on if you want to deal with this person That's good. or not. Yep. That's the first thing. Reggie, she changed my mind mm. because if you believe in yourself in the way that you say you do, your opportunities and the doors will always open. Yeah. Mm. So this person is oh, not the I end all that. be all yes. for you. Yeah. And I'll look so at I, them like that because they're above you. Exactly. Yeah. So I think what you have to do is really decide and, I don't want to shame you. If you feel like this is the only opportunity you need to take, again, take the Alex approach where you know who you're dealing with. But if you feel like, hey, I really can't work in this environment, this makes me really uncomfortable, I think you take the Reggie approach where you stay away from it and you wait for that next door to open. Yeah, I got one too after you go, Alex. All right, but mine's just quick. Like, it's sort of what uh, Savon was just saying. Believe people when they show you who they are. Uh, he showed you the first time. He showed you, you know? the first time. You feel me? Now, granted what Reggie was saying, 
I don't know if you still want to go down that block, but hey, you do yeah. know who you are dealing with. Yeah. What's up, P? Uh, only thing I was going to say is, and then th this is going to be a short quote from Carl Banks. Don't be a principled fool. So basically, kind of like it ties into what you guys are all saying. You know, now you know who you're with or who you're uh, dealing with, but also at the same time, just be mindful of the bridges that you're considering burning. And like Savon said, whoever, it's like Savon and Reggie said, whoever this next uh, artist is, you just never know where things might take you. So, you know, go in with, you know, an open mind, but also know, okay, this, there's a potential where this might go left. Right, right. I love that. Thank love you that. as well for yeah. reaching out to us. Again, we do do these each and every episode, or we would like to do them, yeah. but we can only do them if you all participate. Your participation is required for this segment, and we encourage you all, especially, I always like to say, if you get to this point in the podcast, there is no reason that you shouldn't be subscribed. You shouldn't at least have let, uh, left a review on Apple, on YouTube, wherever it is that you can kind of communicate with us so we know um, the, the job that we're doing, if we need to improve on certain things, right. or if we're doing a great job and you want to continue to see us keep that up, please make sure you're letting us know. But if you do want to connect with us directly for a limited time, again, only, we are allowing you to call in, to communicate with us. There is a link on our Instagram that you can connect us with. There is also a link that we personally DM you. Once you subscribe to Patreon, I want to shout out Karen and I want to shout out Crystal for managing, helping us manage our Patreon. But team. we will get in touch with you if you choose those avenues to, to, to ride with us and, and get in touch with us. So, Absolutely. yeah, with that being said, I know we have another segment before we get up out of here. Courtney, don't kill us. Courtney, don't kick it don't out of the us. studio. Don't kill us. Don't kill because us. Alex is going to lead us where we I need to go. I promise you it's going to be very quick today. Like a one-liner. Uh, this is a one-liner today. Um, <laughs> shout out to the new Barbie movie that's been released. Uh, hey. It's allegedly that it made uh, 330 in the first week. Uh, I'll say this and it'll be quick. I feel like the same organizers and marketers that ran the Barbie movie should go run the Breast Cancer Awareness Month one. I'm all for that. The fun, the what, the what you need to know that I have for you guys today, it pertains to movies, so that's kind of I wanted to highlight that real quick. It was, this is an aha moment for everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, movie trailers were originally played after the movie. Mm -hmm. They trailed the feature film, mm -hmm. hence oh. the name. The first trailer appeared in 1912 and was for a Broadway show. So it's a little aha moment. I thought that was, that fucked my head up. I was like, trailer. that makes more sense comes after yeah. anyway that's a what you need to know in the need to know podcast Not, as yeah, that always fuck my head up. Yeah, that fuck my head up yeah when you begin these stats you be high yeah, I, yeah. okay <laughs> you gotta be because that shit just fucked me fuck up. My head up that fucked me up it fucked my head up yeah, yeah, yeah. but so, yeah that's all i got that's all i got i love that and like we just said yeah. a little bit uh a while ago if you made it this far in the podcast there's no reason that you're not liking commenting yeah. subscribing Please head over to Apple, head over to Spotify. Tap in. We yeah. actually, actually, I didn't even tell you guys. Yeah. yeah. I know I'll be tracking all the numbers. Right. We have crossed the 4 million plays threshold across all platforms. Woo, woo, woo. Wow. That is a huge yeah. deal. Four That's super big. Million. Yeah. We're still growing. Independent, uh, bitch. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Independent. Absolutely. That's real so talk, please though. make sure uh, every single like, every single comment, comment all that helps um, the algorithm. We're fighting the algorithm, as you know. <laughs> yeah. um, and every that helps. Every day. We every are. Day. It's every a fight day. every fight week. Yeah. And, and if you're watching the fight this weekend, I would love to know who y'all got. Alex, real quick. Errol Spence. Errol Spence or Terrence Bud Crawford? Errol Spence. You got Errol Spence? I, got Errol. I know he's been in them car crashes, but I got Errol. You know, he was born in Brentwood. Oh, 
that's I'm definitely that's Long Island, yeah. Long Island. He I'm, he doesn't rep it. He I he, didn't know that. Yeah, he, was, he not, doesn't rep it. I'm not surprised. Well, he didn't grow up in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised. You're from like Texas. fucking. I don't don't, don't <laughs> let him do this. To you. Uh, right. Don't let him do this. I'm not surprised. Who? Because who would do that? And with that being said, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Hate that bitch. Appreciate y'all. It is what you need to know when you need to know on the Need to Know podcast. God willing, we will be back again next week. Peace out. And Courtney, don't hate us. We love you. Gang. Pia, you're a bitch.